This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Tuesday. And it's a freaking State of the Union address. You know, listen to like an hour of fucking Joe Biden. Here in about an hour. What up, Ginger? I called Sparkles Sparkler. Called me Muffler. A couple of progressive Democrats looking like uh, they're going to pull it out in Texas. That's news we'll cover tomorrow night because tonight I didn't actually have to work because we're, you know, mainly doing State of the Union coverage. Joe Biden descending on the halls of Congress give his first State of the Union in about an hour. Got it up over here on the big TV. What up, Ginger? You believe I promoted you to a troll patrol captain over there on the YouTube? Gave a few different people some power. Just in case, you never know when we might have the Groypers show up again. I leave it up to, if, if you're new to the stream, I leave it up to the mod's discretion. I don't really ban people. You give me plausible deniability. I don't want people that are, are fucking hateful and not acting in good faith in the chat. Other than like, fucking, I like to let people speak their minds. Fucking, it says comment whatever you feel on the screen right now. So just as somebody's getting out of hand, hate speech predominantly, I like to turn the hate speech around on them, but hate speech is, is bad for the terms of service. I have to watch my ass on that. I, for, I forget about it. What happened the other day? Let me pull out a meme for you. have a meme pulled up yet today's bitch ass leftist children will protest anything 68,000 overdose deaths in 2018 the largest prison population in human history mass extrajudicial mass extrajudicial surveillance of US citizens 76% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck real Americans protest when they need a, a haircut or a late McMuffin Sports on TV. Sparkle's gonna ban people. She already pulling out the ban hammer. See, like I'm the good cop, bad cop. I'm good cop over here. I believe in free speech, but I empower people in my community to be able to make choices about who stays and goes. If you guys think they're assholes, kick them. I'm cool. I trust you people. I trust all you people. Sorry, I was a little late. I <laughs> I was making some videos for client. That's, that's for those of you who don't know. That's what I do. I make videos and edit podcasts and 
shit like that. Like I like I like I make promotional videos for dentists. Like I've got I've got a marketing firm that I work for, and like all their clients are dentists. So I make a shit ton of dentist videos. <laughs> got a couple of legal firms I work for, or or more apt to say I work for a marketing for, firm that has a few legal firms they work for. I was making uh, I was making some videos and I was uploading them and I didn't realize they were still uploading. I had to go find where I could pause them. Catch the highlights. Nah, nah, stick with us, RB. Have fun. We're gonna be cussing. I think I I think I did a good promo for the State of the Union on my Facebook. I haven't checked out the Troll Patrol, and you you have an inkling to watch Joe Biden's State of the Union tonight. Perhaps you might want to tune into my stream. Somebody make it a drinking game. Take a drink every time I say I'm not high enough for this shit. I do. I have the. Uh, I have it up on the um, um, on my big screen over here. I'll be watching it like this. At special events, I pull it up on, on the uh, the big TV. We'll go to that here in a little bit. They'll probably be walking over about a quarter till. Flip over and we'll watch Washington Post coverage. Bottom of the hour or some shit. I've got a few clips of a couple of things I want to I want to speak on before uh, watch the State of the Union. Invaded Afghanistan. Hillary Cl- Hillary Clinton on MSNBC being uh, what would you call it tone deaf being tone deaf. But remember, uh, the Russians invaded Afghanistan uh, back uh, in 1980. And uh, although no country uh, went in, uh, they certainly had a lot of countries uh, supplying uh, arms and advice and even uh, to those who were recruited to fight Russia. It didn't end well for the Russians. Uh, There were other... Uh, unintended consequences, as we know. But the fact is that a very motivated and then uh, funded and armed uh, insurgency uh, basically drove the Russians out of Afghanistan. Uh, Obviously, the similarities are are not uh, ones that you should uh, bank on because uh, the terrain, the development uh, in urban areas, etc., is so different. But I think that... You know, you know a situation where the similarities you can bank on that I could think of off the top of my head? That present company might have been Secretary of State for a few years during the United States occupation of Afghanistan. She's making a point about the U.S. funding an uprising in Afghanistan, but like, 
Just the absolute tone deafness of this statement is hilarious. That is the model that people are now uh, looking toward. And if there can be sufficient uh, armaments that get they should be able to get in along some of... Uh, that is, uh, that is a famed uh, samurai warrior, Benhazi. Uh, and keep the Ukrainian uh, both Defended their his homeland from the, the mongrels uh, volunteer soldiers supplied uh, that can continue to stop now let's be you know clear that Russia has overwhelming uh, military force uh, but of course shut the fuck up shut the fuck up. Hillary Clinton shut the fuck up shut the fuck up There is a, a, this is only anecdotal. Let's, let's see what, uh, Carolyn Orbueno, PhD has to say. I don't, I don't know what she has a PhD. Twitter thread I found, but I, I found the, I found the topic to be fascinating. And if true, this is a, a interesting tidbit. A behavioral scientist, postdoc at UMD, studying mis- disinformation, cognitive security, mediated communication, and crises. Perfect, perfect. This is the this is the expertise to make this discern to this determination. I've seen several tweets getting traction that suggest certain disinformation related hashtags. COVID vaccines, Canada, etc. have dropped off since Russia cut off access to Twitter. But I can't find any evidence that it is true, and my own searches found it not to be. Doesn't really make logical sense if Russia is involved in amplifying a hashtag. It's not just random Russian citizens doing it. It's government-linked operatives when Russia cut off access to Twitter. That applied to citizens, not the government or intelligence agencies. Uh, these cursory searches, but these show uh, activity levels on two of the disinformation-related hashtags about Canada. It indicates that activity levels for this week are actually 20% higher than usual. So people on Twitter had been mentioning that perhaps the Russian bots had stopped posting and amplifying messages, but apparently... According to Dr. Bueno here, that is not the case. The activity on disinformation-related hashtags like this is not coming from Russia. That doesn't mean Russia isn't involved in platform manipulation. They absolutely are, but many others are too. Even if Russia dropped off, the artificial amplification would remain. The extent that certain hashtags related to COVID, vaccines, or Canada may be dropping off in activity, it's more likely due to the fact that media coverage of these issues in general has dropped off. You'd expect to see a corresponding drop in social media activity. And finally, don't try to interpret disinformation in 2022 through a lens of 2016. The techniques have changed, and Russian disinformation on Twitter doesn't necessarily look like it did six years ago. This is the kind of shit that I'm glad I'm back on Twitter for. Fascinating threads like this. I would just, I would get lost in rabbit holes of information. So glad to be back. Thank you, Media Winch.
for, for giving me a blessed Twitter account that has survived thus far. I've been laying low. I don't I don't troll on Twitter. I don't want to draw any attention to myself. Don't want any reports on my account. I did a little trolling today. You blocked me within like I have been laying low. I have been laying low. What do I post on here? Oh, it's just It's just troll patrol clips. Links to the Troll Patrol Live. I'm not I'm not on here causing trouble. Just keeping to myself, laying low. At Justin Freegans, if you'd like to follow. I used to I used to tweet my jokes out. Can't be my account. It's my you're you're seeing me. I can edit the profile right here. Can't be my account. I have to I've done a little Predominantly, like, as I said uh, last night, I stuck my nose in the whole Jackson Hinkle thing. Be a good muffin on the Twitter. I stuck my nose in the whole Jackson Hinkle thing. I've come to the aid of, like, uh, Ninetales. Ninetales was having an argument with some douchebag. I stuck my nose in that one day. Because I fucking, like, I love Ninetales, so fucking, pfft. Fuck that dude that's fucking with her. Awesome metalcore. Maybe one of these days I'll get back to, like, posting my thoughts and shit like I used to. I don't do that much on social media now. Like, I, like, I used to tell stories on Facebook. That would get my, that would get the most reactions of anything that I, like, ever did on social media. It was like I would tell these stories about funny shit that happens to me. Fucking Hinkle. But like I've I've been I've been bantying around with the toxic left. What miss what? State of the Union? No, the State of the Union hasn't started yet. We're pre gaming over here, Curious, or I haven't even uh I've got a bong packed. Or I mean, I haven't packed it yet, but I've got it. Uh, I've got it iced and ready to go for the State of the Union. We've uh, got it ready over here for when, when, and and when it gets going. I was getting ready to say when and if it gets going. There's no if about it. It is going to. I love your thoughts, Sparkles. You say funny shit. Other than the fact that, like, you say funny shit sometimes, but then I know what's going on with you. And, like, like you you, you posted something not that long ago on Twitter. And I wanted to like it because I laughed at it, but also I know what's going on with you, and I know it's not a laughing matter. I didn't. I didn't actually learn about seals last night. I uh, played video games and fell asleep on the couch. I said I was going to be down a Wikipedia rabbit hole on seals because I found out seals have fur. That blew my fucking mind. That blew my little tiny stone in mind last night. 
Say funny shit too, curiouser. You just send me weird shit in messages. I don't get it. I don't like, why would she think I would be interested in this odd fucking picture? Some kind of American Gothic classic artwork that's like fucking also got some kind of Cthulhu fucking twist to it. I don't fucking... I I like I like the I like the friendship you and I have developed, Warlord. You keep me in the loop about things. I can I can bash on on the British. With the hopes that I think what the fuck you accomplish it. You accomplish it. You bean-eating motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Tiny, thinking of, speaking of tiny things, I forgot. I need a animal video, and I have a tiny animal video. Get no animal video yet, though. comes at the end. Oh, what else? Oh, let's talk about how uh, Fox has ignored the fact, which I ignored the fact that there was a white supremacist convention going on Currently with CPAC, Fox News still hasn't mentioned the GOP members of Congress who spoke at the White Nationalist Convention. Oh, you guys can't see that. I'm reading an article you're not fucking seeing. You're still seeing the preview of the State of the Union. My apologies. Fox News has yet to mention the debate currently roiling the Republican Party over whether the party should reach out to avowed white nationalists and make common cause with them. It was the it was like the Nick Fuentes America First blah 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 like there was a crazy ass convention that took place at the same time as CPAC. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Paul Gosar ignited a political and media firestorm when they spoke at a white nationalist convention on Friday night. Nick Fuentes, a prominent Holocaust denier who has been described as a white supremacist by the Justice Department, organized the event using the same platform as the GOP House members to praise Adolf Hitler and incite cheers of Putin, Putin. From the crowd, Republicans are apparently divided over whether it is appropriate for members of Congress to build political ties with white nationalists. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell criticized Green and Gosar on Monday, with both saying that no one in the party should be associating with the likes of the convention attendees. But other Republican leaders, such as Freedom Caucus Chair Representative Scott Perry, Judiciary Committee Ranking Member Representative Jim Jordan and RNC Chair Ronna McDaniel 
have refused to directly criticize him. Remember, Ronnie McDaniel, the head of the RNC, which censured, censured Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger for being part of the January 6th committee. But they refuse to directly criticize the white nationalists. Green was also welcomed as a speaker at the Conservative Political Action uh, Conference on Saturday. Green defended her actions in a Sunday statement describing the convention attendees as 1,200 young conservatives who feel cast aside and marginalized by society. The Pharisees and the Republican Party may attack me for being willing to break barriers and speak to a lost generation of young people who are desperate for love and leadership. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Notably, Fox and Friends Weekend Edition host Pete Hegseth Ignored the story even as he broadcast live from CPAC on Saturday as Green's speech to white nationalists the previous night was drawing media attention to the event. Fox also has a Tucker Carlson problem. The network star host has championed Green. He himself has cozied up to white nationalists and adopted their talking points even as he has claimed they play no significant role in U.S. politics. There's hardly a bright line between speaking at a white nationalist convention and regularly warning that Democrats are trying to replace white voters with more pliant voters of color. A white nationalist conspiracy theory that Carlson and others of the network regularly invoke. Name of the what was the name of the convention? It doesn't even mention the the name of it. It just refers to it as a white national. I'm, FP, I think, is what it was. Republicans are reacting to Katanji Brown Jackson's nomination to the fucking shit that scared the shit out of me. FPAC. Oh, we got here. The video is no longer available because the YouTube account associated with this video has been terminated. Maybe I shouldn't play her fucking speech. I can't play the speech of a sitting congressperson. I think that's an indictment of the sitting congressperson, not of YouTube policy, by the way. to you right now very exciting she is a, we'll get a little taste of this of trumpism in the u.s congress 
She is pro-life. She is proudly America first. And I want to say a very special thank you to Milo Yiannopoulos for making this happen. He made this happen. He put it together. What? Milo! Motherfucker. That's Milo. Apparently they, uh, they changed the rules for the House floor Thank today. You, we are honored. We are grabbing the State of the Union tonight. To welcome to the stage right now for our first speech, and we love to get to know her much better. I think this is going to be the beginning of something great. The representative from Georgia, wow. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Damn, what an ovation she got. That's why she was speaking there. Well, I will tell you that the walk-on music was cooler than CPAC. Well, hello, canceled Americans. <laughs> you know, I'm thrilled to be here with you. Not How are you canceled, ma'am? I think I need to talk to you about who I am and what I see as the future for our country and the future for all of you. You see, you might know me as a member of Congress, but... They always talk about how everybody else plays victim. Nobody plays victim more than a right-winger. It is in every way that they even that they refer to themselves. Welcome, canceled Americans. We are the victims of cancel culture over here. Right, whiner. Agreed, dip. They're starting to fall into the house for the State of the Union. I don't give a shit enough about Marjorie Taylor Greene to actually listen to what she has to say. I'm sure there was some entertaining shit in there. Let's preview the State of the Union. We're going to get we're going to get the Republican rebuttal afterwards, but here's what the Republicans had to say earlier today. Now, another matter, President Biden will deliver his first State of the Union address <clears throat> one year into his term. The American people have a lot of questions they'd like answers. Today on the House floor Our with Democrats a plunged ahead with spending that caused the worst inflation in 40 years. What spending? For the love of God! I wish, I wish like I could get it out of these motherfuckers. What spending are you even talking about? There has been like... Argued with some asshole Republican earlier today. And they were asking me like... You agree with what's going on? I'm like, well, what what exactly do you mean what's going on? Like Biden has been ineffective. Democrats have not passed anything. There hasn't been any policy to point to. So I don't know, like... They told me that... They are poor. They were middle class before Biden came into office. Now, now they're poor, which is a weird thing to happen in a year. And also, like, there's there's other catastrophic events going on that I think may play into that. Dip, dip, dip. Fucking Henry Kissinger is alive. Mitch McConnell being alive is, you know, fucking mind-blowing enough. But Henry fucking Kissinger 
is still alive. I don't know if you were in here the other day when I had the whole argument with somebody in the in the comments. I'm like, you care about fiscal responsibility. You need to vote for Democrats because in my lifetime, every Democrat has cut the deficit with one balancing the budget and every Republican has ballooned the deficit and crashed the economy. That's a, that's a fact. That is an undeniable fact. And, and the person in the comments was like, get out of here. You're, you're high on crack. What the fuck? There are other countries that spent way more on COVID uh, uh, relief than the United States. That is absolutely true. Inflation that we're seeing, we're seeing all over the world. Not a... a Denny Hastert is still alive, and I believe he's out of prison now. Denny Hastert is still fucking alive, and I think he's out of prison. Oliver North, a gigantic piece of shit. He has a fucking show on Fox. Yeah, important people are starting to fall in. Let's let's listen to the turtle well, here. Crime and illegal immigration are setting all-time records. While the administration haphazardly withdrew from Afghanistan and proposed to cut defense spending, after tones welcome at a time when Russia is trying to redraw maps in human blood. When President Biden took office one year ago, he inherited major tailwinds and a brimming optimism. Here. What? An Operation Warp Speed. He inherited tailwinds and optimism. We were at the fucking height of the pandemic. We had just had a fucking insurrection at the Capitol. They literally shit. On the walls of the Capitol, sir. You're telling me he came in with tailwinds and optimism. Fucking give me some of whatever the fuck Mitch McConnell is smoking. We did develop vaccines in record time, and we were already putting doses in more than a million arms every day. Scientific data had already proven that after a devastating year for children... I would go even further, Flash, like uh, price controls are one tool. Fucking... Uh, Thanks to the historic uh, CARES Act. Trust busting. Bipartisan stimulus that had just passed weeks Activating ago. the National Defense uh, Authorization uh, Act and taking over some industries. Lockdowns and were primed for a roaring recovery. Like, we are at the point... Where, like, it is necessary to activate the National Defense Authorization Act to nationalize ExxonMobil. Uh, I don't think we can, BP. I don't think it's in the U.S. Whatever U.S. companies are left that aren't owned by ExxonMobil, nationalize all these energy companies. Like, it is a matter of national security. It is a matter of it's a matter of fucking humanity surviving. Exactly. What fucking optimism? 
I think I think we should nationalize the insurance companies. There are several industries that need to be nationalized. All right, they are uh, they bringing out the VIP infrastructure plan, but it's fizzled out here a little bit on Capitol Hill. So uh, I'd like to see how he's going to address that again. What's his plan forward? Is Old it Chucky Boy and Mitch walking together. Hill is that that plan is going to be broken up so that it can be voted on issue by issue instead of one large plan. So I'll be listening to see how he uh, talks about Build Back Better. We just saw the Vice President Kamala Harris enter the House chamber. The senators are coming in. The U.S. would coup the U.S. To order. You might be right, Flash, but I mean, this, we've got to do it. We've got to fucking do it. To see the vice president without a mask and to see uh, so many people coming in here. It, I mean, it's, it's just it's where we're at now. Three or four years ago, but it will still be a full chamber, Rhonda. That's right. Just you know, last. Year, but I guess to your point, that, that's why we have to we have to confiscate like all the billionaire wealth. Virtual guest, and then that's a practice that they're actually still doing this year. We got to eliminate billionaires. That is that is vital going forward. Uh, years to come, but you're right. Uh, billionaires can't be a thing in the future. There uh, from the house, he's wearing a mask. Uh, but, I, you know, you're not seeing many lawmakers do so. They're also speaking very closely to each other. It looks very uh, 2019 <laughs> and earlier. Uh, and this is certainly a shift for the House. The House, um, and not the Senate, but the House did have uh, regulations for the last uh, couple years that members had to be masked. In fact, if you weren't masked, you were fined. Uh, so for this to be a change that we're seeing on this night, it's really interesting visually. And it's also going to be interesting when President Biden walks through. Uh, he knows many of these people personally. as having I love how Mitch McConnell had some stupid ass He'll likely want Ukraine to flag on his, on his lapel and it fell off. He didn't even fucking notice it. to see what type of balance he strikes because he... I, I agree. That's about how much uh, Mitt Romney cares about Ukraine. Here with us, but we are learning to deal with it, um, and, and it's just—it's really going to be truly interesting to see. That chick has like fucking opera binoculars. The media there as they as they watch, and that would normally be packed. Oh, there's a couple of them have binoculars. Happening. Um, so there there are still some differences. We are still seeing uh, a much thinner press corps in attendance uh, tonight at this. Our our inequality uh, is greater than at any other time in history. There is. Yellow Always a revolution when that happens. We're also seeing uh, people with Ukrainian flags. Uh, we just saw Mitt Romney and Joe Manchin coming in together. Uh, Manchin holding a Ukrainian placard, and uh, Romney appeared to have a lapel that had an American and Ukrainian flag. Uh, you see some, you know, pops of yellow and pops of blue there uh, on the floor, and that is, uh, and it's on both sides of the aisle. It's Democrats and Republicans. Uh, it, it, it. it Rhonda said it feels like... 20- yeah, Republicans aren't uh, cozying up so much to Russia. The ...strategy for this speech by the now, which is kind of odd, isn't it? ...this to be part of the kind of pivot, a return to normalcy. If Ukraine had had fallen... ...to kind of recognizing where the rest of the we were, If we were going into the night and, uh, and Putin was in control of Ukraine, in there would the right... Audience was so much smaller. Be more receptive to... Like ...Biden was echoing in that big cavernous chamber. 
promoting Let's Russia. Washington Post chief correspondent Dan Baltz. Dan, welcome and thank you for joining us. Uh, where does this speech come uh, in terms of Joe Biden's presidency? How pivotal is this moment? Um, it is. It is in the House of Representatives. That's where it comes. Well, the opportunity. Oh, she might not have been. She might not have been talking about that. A reset for his presidency, given his low approval ratings and the the, the warning signs that Democrats see. They have, they have backed off their Russian rhetoric, but to, to be fair, it wasn't the whole party to begin with. It was only like it was the Trump part of the party that seemed what has happened Russia week and, and prior to that in the run-up but in the last week with the Russian invasion of Ukraine has completely transformed this moment um, and he now has two important audiences he has an important audience at home uh, which right now does not see him as a strong leader I believe that was Senator Grassley that had the n95 on and sir I don't blame you audience that is going to be looking at him to, in essence, define... That's why I said if there's one Republican that on the Judiciary Committee that would advance Katinji uh, Jackson's nomination, it's Chuck Grassley, the only sane one. ...has to deal with the domestic issues that are foremost in the minds... And they're wearing an N95, realizing, like, I'm an old fuck. ...to Americans and to the rest of the world why this... I don't trust you. ...and what it is going to take in the long run uh, to deal with a, you know, a Vladimir Putin... Uh, who is bent on, in one way or another, trying to recreate a Soviet or a Russian empire. Dan, how yeah, I know it feels like COVID's is, over, but we could uh, be... Uh, weaving together. We you know, could be... Uh, about this, this existential Spocking the football too soon. Is that the, is that the, the adage? Trying to save democracy in Europe. And how there much could very well be another variant that catches on. Are they trying to separate those two things or bring them and together? We experience another wave in a month or two. Speech, and I'm I, like everybody else. I'm I'm interested to see how they do that. We know that the theme of democracy versus authoritarianism has been a long-standing theme of President Biden since he came. We were in coming out of a wave about this time last year. This has been everything was looking like smooth sailing, and then we had the, the summer Delta wave. Democracy here at home. Uh, we're now seeing the international implications in a much more existential way. Uh, and so I think that gives him the opportunity to talk about that uh, and to bring it home in a way that he might not have been able to do it before. It's not a theoretical discussion. Anymore. i got to go see a concert this year. Uh, as these Russian uh, troops are, are bombarding been too long. Ukraine. Um, but the question is, um, we know that the sanctions that have been imposed are not only going to, you know, bring tremendous cost to the Russian economy and the Russian people and Russian oligarchs, it's going to have an impact here at home and in a country that's already feeling the effects of rising gas prices and rising grocery prices and higher car prices and all kinds of things, um, that's likely to get worse. And he's going to have to try to explain um, what he is going to do to try to mitigate that. He can't solve that problem. Video uh, allegedly showing Russian military European allies have dropping a vacuum bomb in Ukraine, um, a weapon prohibited by the Geneva Convention. So he's going to have to try to, to do a kind of a delicate balancing act in, in explaining why this is worth it why the United States has to lead in a moment like this, um, and some of the sacrifices that, that may be born at home. But that's Posted not a 16 hours ago. going to be well-received here in the United States. We're watching the guests of the First Lady of the United States come into that top chamber there among her guests. 
the Ukrainian ambassador to the United States, a symbolic addition to the guest list. Uh, other guests of the First Lady tonight include Frances Haugen, the Facebook whistleblower. Uh, we'll also see the chief executive of Intel. We'll see a nurse who's been treating COVID patients. Also, a steelworker and a seventh grader locally here from Virginia. Joshua Davis is a diabetes advocate. And uh, you got to link me to that song, Flash. Who we will see joining the first lady tonight. You know, drop, drop that. Like, are you on Discord? If you're on Discord, drop that in the chat. Because we won't let you post a link and, in the, you know, just the, in the, the YouTube. The, the, the counter efforts that that man right there, Joe Manchin, did uh, to sort of bring his... Tones, thank you for sending me that video. Warlord had sent that to me at the beginning of the show last night. You know, we've been wondering... If you, if you did see my message I sent you back on Twitch. We, we totally watched that, made fun of that dude. We watched some of his older videos, too. How significant is it, though, that it's been so pared back? Well, it's very significant. Obviously. I cracked the fuck up over that shit. Agenda that began with the uh, the American Rescue Plan and then the bipartisan infrastructure bill, but but in many ways, to many people in the Democratic Party, and particularly the activist wing of the party, the Build Back Better uh, bill was really. You haven't missed anything yet, Spider. The the action is just now getting started. It was an effort. All the VA the VIPs have been filing into the chamber. The speech is supposed to take place in about 13 minutes. Programs and domestic safety net programs, and also dealing with the uh, the threat of climate change. So the fact that that has been you know if if not scuttled certainly put way on the back burner uh, has been a blow to see Theodore Cruz and, and to many people can't. in the Democratic Party. And the question is, to what extent are they able to resurrect pieces of it? Uh, and how are they going to be able to do that? And uh, they ain't going to resurrect gonna shit. They ain't get shit done. He would like to do, and here may be some of the priorities. Uh, I, I don't know how deeply he will go into that. Um, it's that, a miracle so sausage making, frankly. If we get any kind of legislation passed isn't necessarily before, like, a 2024 uh, resonate now. that much, but uh, he has to he has to talk about what he wants to do. Next on the couple years front. are going to be wild. My guess is, and again, based on the the limited experts, there there is no Biden agenda. He's going to try to put a lot of this for in the, the next pff, dealing with eight months. That the things he is doing um, are are aimed at lowering prices, at that easing the pain that people are feeling. And it's going to be a miracle grocery store if they're um, able to do anything. Some of the things that he wants to do uh, the after the election in the fall, the midterm. Uh, would go some ways to beginning to do that. Um, but, uh, but again, uh, he's in a different place on that than he was. James? Uh, yes, at the beginning of the show, I, I, it wasn't that my, net, uh, my internet was having issues. It was that I had videos uploading for a client, and I had to go pause it. I had to stop the stream and then come back. Can find bipartisan support, or we've been smooth sailing since. In terms of these bodies right here, uh, independent voters across the country, what's on President Biden's agenda? President Biden is going to call for what he says is a unity agenda that he thinks Rafael Theodore Cruz Esquire bipartisan support, and he's going to <laughs> present getting something done, putting points on the board as a way to show autocracies in the world uh, that the United I States... I hate all these people. ...together and can still pass uh, major pieces of legislation. Interestingly, you know, I don't expect that we'll hear the term build back better out of the president's mouth tonight. Uh, in the early drafts of the speech, one of the things that Biden was going to emphasize was climate change. He's still going to mention climate change. Poll shows... Oh, it's low res? Base voters. No, I'm, I'm showing, I'm showing green light over here. Issue. But the Ukraine crisis does 
change the dynamic a little bit. All of a sudden, gas prices up more than a dollar from where they were a year ago. Oil prices uh, over $100 a barrel. It makes it hard to talk about reducing fuel consumption and that kind of thing. So he's going to have to be careful about how he talks about climate change, uh, even though that was a huge part of Build Back Better. YouTube, YouTube sucks sometimes. We're hearing Speaker Pelosi call the chamber to order. Do these, okay? Here we go. I'm already not high enough for this shit. Joint session. I impact my bong. The chair appoints as members of the committee on the part of the House to escort the President of the United States into the chambers. I want Katie Porter to primary Joe Biden. Gets prepared for President Biden to come into the chamber. Uh, Let's go to Rhonda Colvin to talk about the optics of tonight. Rhonda. I don't, I don't know. Like, can I start a petition somewhere to try to draft Katie Porter for 2024? Elizabeth Warren is, is a fine senator. I cannot complain about her. She was she was not made to be a a president. She is fantastic in the Senate. Harris Harris was way better suited to be in the Senate because she was fantastic at, at at questioning people during Senate hearings. Far better in the Senate. Doing the ceremonial bullshit right now. Even Booker. Booker is, is fine and dandy in the Senate. I How do I make it happen? How do I go about making a draft Katie Porter thing? Because like now is the time. Now is where we need to build momentum for that. Draft, hashtag draft Katie Porter. There needs to be someone to the left, just like Bernie did in 2016. Bernie did. Bernie originally didn't think he could win. By the way, I'm I'm repping Bernie. My shirt says Bernie fucking Sanders on it. Bernie just ran to be a gadfly to to move the conversation to the left. Somebody needed to do it. And then like he looked around in January, he was like, oh shit, I could win this. But he was he was fucking fucked because of the superdelegates. But if he if he had taken it seriously earlier, he might have been able to win. But even even his campaign thought that Clinton was an inevitable. It, it still looks like the Washington Post is here, um, particularly in her handling of COVID, um, and uh, she opposed vaccine mandates. She opposed mask mandates. Reporting over top of the. Um, and she's someone who uh, 
House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy has said. And this is all the ceremonial bullshit going on. And critical race theory out. So you see there how she's really um, projecting. Don't you know who these fucks are. Republicans. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how she. Probably not as important as they think they are. State uh, to a speech that's going to. Well, my kid, they're far more important than I am. Um, we can expect her to praise the Ukrainian resistance to Russia's invasion, but also to cast blame. They get their own entrance at the State of the Fucking Union. Um, the who, who, who am I to criticize them? Welcomed into the chamber. I'm, uh, I'm sitting in my living room getting high, uh, just yapping. Every year, what does your reporting tell you? Who is left behind tonight? A person familiar says that the person left behind tonight is Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo. The former governor of Rhode Island, a sort of a rising star from the moderate wing of the Democratic Party, someone who potentially has presidential ambitions, someone who's considered as part of... I need, I need to associate with, with, like, I know if I want to grow my channel, the thing I need to do is, is get in with other content creators, have them on here. It, Beyond uh, their it, channel, I know I need to I need to cross pollinate, but also it's like an open question of whether it's going to survive, whether they'll take that out. Uh, it's obviously not super popular with some members to ban uh, lawmakers from trading stocks. Uh, Nancy Pelosi several months ago said that ban them. I don't care if it's popular with lawmakers; it's popular with the American people. We are for it. Ban them. Lawmakers from trading stocks. I, I, I will be happy if we get the version of the bill that says they got to put everything in a blind, tor- uh, blind trust. It's, it's one of those, or that they have to freeze everything. They can't make any more trades once they enter office, but they can still own stock. I will be happy with either of those. This is one of those things that may get. But motherfucker, would I love it if we could get the version where they have to sell all their stock. Before they serve in office, that would make me incredibly happy. Now, Echoplex—that's a stream I do go on. If you guys do not follow Echoplex, I wish I could tell you to go. Uh, for those of you on YouTube, I wish I could tell you to go like their YouTube channel. But they got nuked by YouTube. Libby, I think over the years, the Echoplex on Twitch—they—they uh, call it the dark side of left Twitch. Quite the weight that it once did. They've got a fantastic show called The Intellectual Dollar Tree, where they cover Dave Rubin, Jordan Peterson, Brett Weinstein, that, that, that sort of ilk. On Thursday nights, they do the Satanic Panic and Scientology. In a sense, the kind of the political reality of it, and yet we know... Monday nights are Meltdown Mondays with the Media Winch. I haven't had Media Winch on here in a while. We need we need to get Media Winch back on. There are the crusty old justices. The one that looks like a walking skeleton is Stephen Pryor, the one that is retiring and contingent Brown Jackson. Has been nominated to replace the night twitch is the right twitch. If hey, like like if you're not following Echo Blex, go follow them. And uh, usually during the uh, the night twitch, 
Um, I'll just pop in like the Kool-Aid man on some nights. And Dave will show me fucking crazy-ass videos. Whatever message he has tonight is... Like the, like the dude from New Zealand who, who painted a dick on this, this, this girl's memorial. ...audience are watching us tonight here with the Washington Post. We will bring you... Like a hundred-foot dick or some shit. Like, I, like, I'm, like I'm, I'm not even doing it justice. I'm fucking it up. Dan Boltz, you know, this... State of the Union address can be a kickoff for what Be a witch and Sparkles. They've got they've got like some weird witchy bond or some shit. Might be spent on certain priorities. We won't get necessarily bottom lines tonight. We might get some, but a lot of those bottom lines will come later. We did. We had Media Winch on on the uh, on the Freak Show. Not long after we started the freak show, we were still getting the feel for everything. We'll have Media Winch back on soon. Now that I actually have Sparkles here, with, oh, he's Australian. Andy Notes, the Australian. And you see there the other guests of the first lady. Just, there, there are weird people that I would. Madison Star Moon. I wouldn't know who the fuck Madison Star Moon was if it wasn't for Echoplex Media. And boy, is she a character. As he has announced his retirement pending the Diana Ploss. So, Dan, this kicks off going on the road and getting some hard numbers about about the budget and what the president really wants to see. I mean, every every president in recent... Sparkles is around, you know we're getting food. The State of the Union is a big moment. Uh, They want to try to build on whatever momentum they get out of the speech, whatever good reaction they get out of the speech. Um, And they want to go out into the country. um, For Ripple beyond the... Welcome! You came for the State of the Union. Um, but, um, you know, this is a president who has an enormous amount of stuff on his plate uh, and how much he will be able to juggle all of that. I mean, he had said, um, you know, a month or so ago that and he, he made it just in time. We we should be seeing a Biden stick his head out any minute. First year. And now he suddenly has this enormous. I mean, six more weeks of that is consuming uh, a considerable amount war. Of between Ukraine and Russia. The Jilly Juice Woman. I haven't seen him play a Jilly Juice Woman. Is like she's still around or did she die of COVID? And I think that people are going to ultimately make their judgments on how the Jilly Juice Woman was wild. And how well he's dealing with the, you know, the big challenges. Oh, who's the, who's the, oh, uh, who's the old lady that, uh, she might not be old. Uh, it's always like, Hello. The secretary of Hello. Uh, they led uh, led the group in really there a few moments. She's like she's always like looking at lights through a window or some shit. Hello. That's right. We saw Lloyd Austin. Of course, he is over uh, has a big role right now given uh, the situation in Ukraine. As does uh, the secretary. She was crazy, but she's nice. She was always fun to watch. Like she was relaxing. Hello. You wonder what's going on in their minds because they're dealing with so much. What's her What's her name, Tones? Uh, I believe I've also seen uh, this uh, energy secretary. I've seen uh, the uh, education secretary. Uh, all of them seem to be there and in support of Biden, of course, uh, except the designated survivor, which James just talked about. Um, this this shows this is different from last year because everyone did not come, and that, of course, was because of COVID restrictions. 
Uh, but this is uh, an important moment for the president to have uh, his people behind him sitting there. I'm not. Do I have the? Do I have the bang hello on my Twitch? This is. Uh, you definitely will probably want to. Has somebody programmed that command? If uh, President Biden talks about our troops, or look at Antony Blinken's face uh, as the Ukraine issue is mentioned, um, it, it's. It's certainly an incredible night. For some reason, bang hello gets his boobs. And, uh, he has most of his cabinet there. <laughs> James, the president will speak. I've got some funny mods. expect him to come into the House chamber shortly. It, it still feels roomy in here. You know, Ron just talked about how many more people are here than were here last year. But the Oh, I need to pack a bong. Feel of packed to the gills when I've been there. Bong rips for Biden tonight. Elbow to elbow. And, and there's something that's, that's really. Now, if this is the first time joining me for a presidential speech. Yeah, it really does take on an energy of, of its own when you're in. The, the way this usually goes. Is like the first 20 minutes, we'll pay attention to what they're saying. We'll even fact check it. And then, like, we'll just get fucking bored. It's Joe Biden. I don't even know if we'll make it 20 minutes. Uh, and that, that does have an impact on the room. On then the you guys are probably going to ask me about video games and TV shows and movies and shit. You're talking, you know, to yourself and you got boobs. You got boobs. Applaud for. And sometimes lawmakers stand up for things that presidents don't expect them to stand up for. And sometimes president talking about Feinstein. <laughs> Or, uh, no, it's some it's some streamer. They don't like there's there's this lady that gets thousands of views on her Facebook lives. She's like holding her cell phone up to a window, like looking at like light refractions, thinking it's aliens and shit. She gets thousands of fucking views. State of the Union in 2010. The president Hello. criticizing the Citizens United decision, and uh, Justice Sam Alito said, "You're lying." Uh, you could hear him mouthing it. You could see him mouthing it. Uh, so you never know. There, there is also uh, there is a a whole genre of video they like to watch over on Echoplex. Watching the dynamic where people zoom in on weather maps here, seeing you know, and claim all kinds of you know, fucking harp is controlling the weather, chemtrails here and there, all kind. They're turning the freaking frogs gay here, you know. But they zoom in on weather maps, and that's like their content. We're talking streams that are noticeable. Once again, streams that get thousands of fucking views. People are just watching these people on their computers. Do you hold out hope? Zoom in on weather maps and talk about aliens. I think that certainly, as has been said, I think that on Ukraine there will be a. Dan Badondi! Dan Badondi! Guys, guys. I've tried my best to get Dan Badondi on the Troll Patrol. He says he will. He's friendly with me. He knows me. We're, we're cool. He is a hardcore nut job. There's very few dissenters on that part, and I, I would think that when the president is speaking about that... He is, he is like a fundamentalist Christian. He lives in Rhode Island, so that automatically should be a red flag to you right there. Um, because we know the division. Gina, Gina is her name. Gina is wholesome as fuck. Infrastructure package. Hello. No, I was just, I was describe, I was trying to sell Echoplex for anybody that's not following them. It's, it's always fascinating on a night like this, on this particular. To the YouTube followers, if you're on like Odyssey or Rumble or BitChute, like Echoplex is also over there. And mingling together in ways that they never otherwise would do, and there is. Bionic Dambadondi was his rest. Wrestling name, and that's a 
That's what, like, one of the reasons why I, like, was able to bond with him is because I was able to talk to him about wrestling. Barricades and, and, uh, My best friends. When, like, you're getting out of high school. In high school. Fuck. It goes back a long way. When we were in high school. Getting out of high school and, like, early on. When, like, I'm on the radio and shit. Like, I'm 21, 22. Like, they're wrestling, like, in our local circuit. Wouldn't that be remarkable? But given the insurrection in the Capitol last year, given uh, some of the threats that lawmakers have said so so like i would i would even like manage him every like i would referee at shows like when we were first getting started uh, it, it is still and i would manage them every now and again but like it was also hard because we're obviously not that far one of them had to be a heel one of them had to be a face like the crowd just wanted to cheer one of them based on their looks and the crowd just wanted to boo one of them based on their looks um and again i say i, so I could like we, we wanted to like you know be a tape they had to wrestle each other a lot too because they were about the same size and shit but it is the moment for the president i still didn't Bagabong. Maybe I'm too high for this shit. People in the legislative branch to begin to give some sense of a reaction. The President of the United States. Here we go. Mr. President Biden walking down the aisle. He as well was about five minutes late for his stream tonight. Let's go, Brandon. President Biden greeting members of Congress. Well, there is usually intro music. It's dun 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 dun. Moment with the President of the United States. You see a lot of blue and yellow there. Don't they usually play that when they when they walk out for the State of the Union? Colors of Ukraine to support that country as it withstands the attacks by Russia. You're also seeing a lack of masks. Only a handful of members wearing masks tonight. Uh, they are no longer required in the House chamber. And uh, He does. It's called hell to the chief. That, uh, that the president can certainly speak that's to. That's the ultimate intro music. That's, that's better than Real American. This is live coverage from the Washington Post. We will be bringing you tonight. You want this motherfucker walking out here like to Rick Springfield? After President Biden's first State of the Union. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Metallica. Spider, I'm not sure what kind of issues you're having. Twitch saying I'm looking good. Yeah, maybe he could he could have a kendo stick and drink a couple of beer, uh, beers while he's at it. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that much out of desire. Ooh, now that would be that would be a good song to come out to. If you really wanted to stick it to the Republicans, I have the high privilege and distinct honor of presenting. I have the high privilege, Nancy Pelosi. I've heard CenturyLink is not a uh, reliable service. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I love Injustice for All. That might be my favorite Metallica song. Thank you. Thank you all very, very much. Thank you. Please. Oh, I'm sure I'm going to be feeling sleepy before this is over with. Madam Speaker, Madam Vice President, our First Lady and Second Gentlemen, members of Congress and the Cabinet, Justice of the Supreme Court, my fellow Americans. That, that, that fucking hit was a monster. Last year, COVID-19 kept us apart. This year, we're finally together again. Bedtime stories with Sweepy Doe. Hell yeah, man. Smoke them if you got them. Democrats, Republicans, Independents, but most importantly, as Americans. With the duty to one another, to America, to the It's awesome seeing two females behind him, but I wish there was a female at the podium. Resolve that freedom will always triumph over tyranny. ago, Russia's Vladimir Putin sought to shake the very foundations of the free world, thinking he could make it bend to his menacing ways. But I'll he- agree with Aaron on that one. I did everything I could to try to unseat Nancy Pelosi. I donated to Batar multiple times last cycle. He never anticipated or imagined. He met the Ukrainian people. President Zelensky, to every Ukrainian, their fearlessness, their courage, their determination. Yes, please, please make sure everyone is nice and inebriated for this. Groups of citizens blocking tanks with their bodies. Everyone from students to retirees to teachers turned soldiers defending their homeland. And in this struggle... President Zelensky said in his speech to the European Parliament, I hope Adam is okay. I haven't seen Adam in a little darkness. bit. The Ukrainian ambassador to the United States is here tonight, sitting with the First Lady. Let each of us, if you're able to stand, stand and send an unmistakable signal to the world of Ukraine. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Right, she's strong, she's resolved. I know I know how you feel with the resident hit. I was there like what last week, two weeks we ago. United States of America stand with the Ukrainian people. Hard times, Daddy. We've learned this lesson. When dictators do not pay a price for their aggression. They cause more chaos. They keep moving. And the cost, the threats to the America and America to the world keeps rising. That's why the America, the America, I'm down with it. The America, that's what it is now. World War II. 
The United States is a member, along with 29 other nations. It matters. American diplomacy matters. American resolve matters. Putin's latest attack on Ukraine was premeditated and totally unprovoked. He rejected repeated, repeated efforts. Ukraine wanting membership in the EU. That's big dick energy right there. He thought he could divide us at home in this chamber, in this nation. He thought he could divide us in Europe as well. But Putin was wrong. We are ready. We are united, I, and that's what I keep we mine did. in a little like plastic cup, like, and I keep it for hard times. We spent keep your chunks. Coalitions of other freedom-loving nations in Europe and the Americas, to, from America to the Asian and African continents, to confront Putin. Like many of you, I spent countless hours unifying our European allies. We shared with the world in advance what we knew Putin was planning and precisely how we would try to falsify and justify his aggression. We countered Russia's lies with the truth. And now, now that he's acted, the three free world is holding him accountable, along with 27 members of the European Union, including France, Ooh, Germany, I can't stand smoking seeds. United Kingdom, Canada, Japan, Korea, Australia, New Zealand, and many others, even Switzerland, are inflicting pain on Russia and supporting the people of Ukraine. Putin yeah, apparently Switzerland cutting them off is like the thing that's really hurting them. Together. Together. Together, along with our allies, we are right now enforcing powerful economic sanctions. We're cutting off Russia's largest banks in the international financial system, preventing Russia's central bank from defending the Russell ruble, making Putin's $630 billion war fund worthless. We're choking Russia's access. You're shooing, and we're only like 10 minutes into this. We're choking Russia's access to technology that will sap its economic strength and weaken its military for years to come. Tonight, I say to the Russian oligarchs and the corrupt leaders who built billions of dollars off this violent regime, no more. The United States, I mean it. It was old Bob Menendez. Didn't look too thrilled to be there. The poor ruble will be rubble. Task force to go after the that's, that's bad for the Russian people, unfortunately. Allies to find and seize their yachts, their luxury apartments, their private jets. We're coming for you, ill-begotten gains. And tonight, I'm announcing that we will join our allies in closing off American airspace to all Russian flights, further isolating Russia and adding additional squeeze on their economy. He has no idea what's coming. I'm not high enough for this shit. already lost 30% of its value. The Russian stock market has lost 40% of its value. And trading remains suspended. The Russian economy is reeling. And Putin alone is the one to blame. Together with our allies, we're providing support to the Ukrainians in their fight for freedom. Military assistance. Economic assistance. Humanitarian assistance. 
We're giving more than a billion dollars of direct assistance to Ukraine, and we'll continue show, to... Show of hands, is it possible to be high enough for this shit? ease their suffering. But let me be clear. I mean, the... the the concern at this point and will not is with Russian forces in Ukraine. the United States, other Western forces, goading it on, dragging it out, thinking they can possibly get Putin out of power. For that purpose, we have mobilized... Just let him get his feelings hurt and go slinking back to Russia. Hopefully, hopefully that's what happens. It's probably the, the best outcome at this point. The United States and our allies will defend every inch of territory that is NATO territory with the full force of our collective power. Every single inch. And we're clear-eyed. The Ukrainians are fighting back with pure courage. But the next few days, weeks, and months will be hard on them. Putin has unleashed violence and chaos. But while he may make gains on the battlefield, he'll pay a continuing high price over the long run. And a pound of Ukrainian people, the proud, proud people, pound for pound, ready to fight with every inch of energy they have. They've known 30 years of independence, have repeatedly shown that they will not tolerate anyone who tries to take their country backwards. To all Americans, I'll be honest with you, as I always promised I would be. A Russian dictator of fa- invading a foreign country has cost around the world. And I'm taking robust action to make sure the pain of our sanctions is targeted at Russian economy and that we use every tool at our disposal to protect American businesses and consumers. Tonight, I can announce the United States has worked with 30 other countries to release 60 million barrels of oil from reserves around the world. America will lead that effort. I mean, I get high while I'm driving. As I, I, I think I explained it last night. Like, I pull over, get high. With our allies. Spray, make sure everything is kosher, and then I go back to driving. to all Americans. But your tolerance, your your, your comfort, okay. comfort level driving, that's up to you. Like I don't, I don't want to tell you to get high while you're driving and you're not good at it. And then you're like, you fucking wreck, I would feel really bad. While it shouldn't. I always encourage people to get high. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. However, that doesn't limit your options very much at all. People around the world to see what's at stake. Now everyone sees it clearly. We see the unity among leaders of nations, a more unified Europe, a more unified West. We see unity among the people who are gathering in. Oh, I don't know how you handle it. Like the world, even in Russia. Edibles make me incredibly sleepy. So I don't know that I would trust myself doing edibles while I was driving. Democracies are rising to the moment, and the world is clearly choosing the side of peace and security. I wouldn't do edibles while driving. Your mileage may vary. So let us continue to draw inspiration from the iron will of the Ukrainian people. 
That's that's why Justin's had the fucking like like fucking welted eyes the last couple of freak shows. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but does it really drive itself? He'll never he'll never extinguish their love of freedom. I w- I I wouldn't trust it. In the resolve of the free world. That's cool that you have one though. I would I would fucking love to ride in it. Still wouldn't trust it. We meet tonight in an America that has lived through two of the hardest years this nation has ever faced. The pandemic has been punishing, and so many families are living paycheck to paycheck, struggling to keep up with the rising cost of food, gas, housing, and so much more. I understand, like many of you did. My dad had to leave his home in Scranton, Pennsylvania to find work. Old Scranton. So like many of you, I grew up in a family when the price of food went up, it was felt throughout the family. I can, I can assume that they are That's pretty good when you're driving like on a highway, right? Past the American Rescue Plan. Because people were... That's pretty simple. We needed to act, and we did. Few pieces of legislation have done more at a critical moment in our history to lift us out of a crisis. It fueled our efforts to vaccinate the nation and combat COVID-19, delivered immediate economic relief to tens of millions of Americans. It helped put food on the table. Flash, I kind of freak out. Like, I developed in in the last years that I actually drove, I developed a, like, a driving anxiety that I never had because I used to to travel. I put, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles, maybe three, four hundred thousand miles. Ian is a a traveling photographer and traveling for for other reasons. Convoy. I don't think a convoy made it. But what what just happened? What we we missed something. Folks. And it worked. It worked. But Republicans are booing now. They've been standing for everything. It worked. We created jobs, lots of jobs. In fact, our economy created over 6.5 million new jobs just last year. More jobs in one year than ever before in the history of the United States of America. The economy grew at a rate of 5.7 last year, the strongest growth rate in 40 years. And the first step... According to uh, MSN News here from Newsweek, Trucker convoy suffered low turnout. We told that tax break for those at the top and benefits would trickle down and everyone would, would benefit. But that trickle-down theory led to a weaker economic growth, lower wages, bigger deficits, and a widening gap between the top and everyone else in, in, in nearly a century. Look, Vice President Harris and I ran for office, and I realize we have fundamental disagreements on this, but ran for office with a new economic vision for America. Invest in America, educate Americans, grow the workforce, build the economy from the bottom up and the middle out, not from the top down, because we know. USA, USA. Because we know when the middle class grows, when the middle class. I think Nancy Pelosi should sit the fuck down. 
America used to have the best roads, bridges, and airports on Earth. And now our infrastructure is ranked 13th in the world. Won't be able to compete for the job. I'm surprised it's that high. That's why it was so important to pass the bipartisan infrastructure law. And I thank my Republican friends for joining to invest and rebuild America. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. The biggest investment in history. It was a bipartisan effort, and I want to thank the members of both parties who worked to make it happen. They are somewhat socially distanced. Infrastructure weeks. We're now talking about an infrastructure decade. And look, it's going to with your measly little trillion and a half bill. Yeah, I wish they would save the standing ovations for competition of the 21st century that we face with the rest. Things that actually deserve it. I told Xi Jinping, it's never been a good bet to bet against the American people. We'll create good jobs for millions of Americans modernizing roads. Ted Cruz is not impressed. All across America. And we'll do it to withstand the devastating effects of climate change and promote environmental justice. Everybody's like, yeah, I'm surprised it's 13. Seems kind of high. Begin to replace the poisonous lead pipes so every child, every American has clean water to drink at home and at school. We're going to provide. Hey, dude, you already had like a fucking year. Go ahead and do that shit. High-speed internet for every American. Yes, do that, do that. Suburban, urban, and tribal communities. 4,000 projects have already been announced. Many of you have announced them in your districts. And tonight, I'm announcing that this year, we will start fixing... And as always, there's Republicans that didn't support it but take credit. 1,500 bridges. When they're back in their districts. And folks... Wait, who, who, who's stupid? Are you talking about my facial hair? Taxpayers' dollars to rebuild America. We're going to do it by buying... Are you calling my facial hair stupid? Buy American products. Support American jobs. The federal government spends about $600 billion a year to keep this country safe and secure. I don't... Warlord, you should love it. To make you sure should, this is like the, the Genghis Khan I got going on over here. Every administration. Like the ultimate warlord. Oh, Ted Cruz. But we're actually I, was right. Ted Cruz on screen? I wasn't paying fucking attention. To make sure every, everything from the deck of an aircraft carrier to the steel on highway guardrails is made in America from beginning to end. All of it. All of it. Cancel Justin Freegan. But, folks, to compete for the jobs of the future, we also need a loving playing field with China and other competitors. That's why it's so important to pass the Bipartisan Innovation Act sitting in Congress that will make record investments in emerging technologies and American manufacturing. We used to invest almost 2 percent of our GDP in research and development. We don't know. What happened? Like, if I acknowledge him, does he come and Zodiac killer me? Is that like, I'm not supposed to do that? If you travel 20 miles east of Columbus, Ohio, you'll find a thousand empty acres of land. It won't look like much. 
I did say he wasn't impressed. I did indeed comment on Ted Cruz and the expression on his face and then turn around a minute later and said, what, was Ted Cruz on the fucking screen? That shows you how absent-minded I am. State-of-the-art factories. Anyway. Place. 10,000 new jobs. And in those factories, the average job about 130. Dear Senator Sherrod Brown, for some reason I can remember fucking politicians' names and shit. To make con- computer chips the size of a fingertip. But I can't remember that I saw them on screen. Everyday lives. From smart Minutes ago. Technology, the internet, technology is yet to be invented. But that's just the beginning. Intel CEOs. I was hanging out with you guys. Was here tonight. I don't know where Pat is. Pat, there you go. Pat, stand up. Hey, Pat. It's Pat. Don't fall over the balcony and lose your pants. Pat came to see me and he told me they're ready to increase their investment from 20 billion to 100 billion. That would be the biggest... Dr. Jill Biden's dress looked exquisite. It looked like it would would feel nice. Send it to my desk. I'll sign it. And we'll really take off in a big way. Folks, Intel is not alone. I, I don't want to jack off the panda bear. That doesn't sound Just look fun. Just around and you'll see an amazing story. The rebirth of pride that comes from stamping products made in America. The revitalization of American manufacturing. Maybe you mean Joe the panda bear. <laughs> when just a few years ago they would have gone overseas. That's what's happening. Ford is investing $11 billion in electric vehicles, creating 11,000 jobs across the country. GM is making the largest investment in its history, $7 billion to build electric vehicles, creating 4,000 jobs in Michigan. I mean, 369,000 new manufacturing jobs are created in America. It's totally cool, Spotter. I'd I'd like. Folks, I'm just a, if you, if you had still typed out Joe. I would have automatically thought, you want me to jack off a panda bear? Just because, like, I got a dirty mind and I would go there. Generations. No, I will not. I will not jack off a panda bear. There you go. Thanks, buddy. I don't know. Maybe it depends on what kind of drugs are involved. As Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown says. That's, that's, that's Cleveland Brown. Rust Belt. It's time to see the the what used to be called Rust Belt become the the the, the home of, of, of significant resurgence of manufacturing. And with all the bright spots in our economy, record job growth, higher wages, too many families are struggling to keep up with their bills. Inflation is robbing them of gains they thought otherwise they would be able to feel. I get it. That's why my top priority is getting prices under control. Look, our economy roared back faster than almost anyone predicted. But the pandemic meant that businesses had a hard time hiring enough people because of the pandemic to keep up production in their factories. 
He's talking about it as if it's over. And like, we don't know for sure that it's over. The factory was closed. You should be upfront and honest with the American people. Like, there could be another wave that comes. When that happens, it takes longer to make goods and get them to the warehouses. There could be smaller waves. Look at cars last year. One third of all the inflation was because of there could be isolated outbreaks. There were semiconductors to make all the cars that people wanted to buy. And guess what? Prices of automobiles went way up, especially used vehicles as well. And so we have a choice. It might be. One way to fight inflation is we don't we don't know yet. Is poor. Oh, oh, not lower your cost. Did you just pull a bow rat on me? Folks. Yes, every everyone everyone always comments on the way I say Borat. That means make more cars and semiconductors. Yes, I mean Borat. More infrastructure and innovation in America. More goods moving faster and cheaper in America. More jobs where you can earn a good living in America. Instead of relying on foreign supply chains, let's make it in America. We do not. Look, it would still be the Rust Belt, wouldn't it? Oh, well, because like. I mean, technology's going to rust if you leave it out. I, I always hate the faux nationalism. The productive capacity of our, economy, of our economy. I call it building a better America. <laughs> My plan to fight inflation. Yeah, Joe, Joe had, a, uh, had a cough too, a residual cough from 17 from Nobel laureates in economics. Said Speaking of which, I'm not high enough for this shit. Top business leaders. And I believe most Americans support the plan. And here's the plan. First, cut the cost of prescription drugs. What's the plan, Jack? We pay more for the same drug produced by the same company in America than any other country in the world. Just look at insulin. One in 10 Americans has diabetes. In Virginia, I met a 13-year-old boy, the handsome young man standing up there, Joshua Davis. He and his dad both... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like an insulin manufacturer would be a good thing to use the NDAA on. National Defense Authorization Act. That's what it costs the the pharmaceutical... And manufacture the insulin on the cheap by the government and distribute it to the people. I spoke with Joshua's mom. Imagine what it's like to look at your child who needs insulin to stay healthy. And have no idea. I'm I'm down for doing the whole industry, but if we just want to start with, but what it does to your dignity, you know, the fucking essential drugs like insulin and shit. The parent you expect yourself to be. If that's if that's the way we chip away at it, that's what I think. I'm all about nationalizing the pharmaceutical companies. but it may have to be do, it may have to be done in steps. You know. Happy birthday, buddy! By the way, so maybe first we because you have to get the people used to a concept. And 200,000 other young Nationalized an insulin manufacturer. Let's cap the cost of insulin at $35 a month. So everyone can afford it. 
and drug companies will do very... Ban prescription drug ads. They never should have been a thing in the first place. I know we have great disagreements on this floor with this. Let's let Medicare negotiate the price of prescription drugs. Let's give Medicare for all to everybody. They already... And then and then let it negotiate the prize for drugs. Because guess what? If everybody's in the pool, that means they've got a lot more negotiating power when they go to negotiate prescription drug prices. Coverage gap and make these savings permanent. And second, let's cut energy costs. Nancy didn't feel like standing up for that one. Five hundred dollars a year by combating climate change. Let provide an investment tax credit to weatherize your home and your business to be energy efficient and get a tax credit for it. Fuck your your tax credit. We're beyond tax credits. Lower the price of electric vehicles, saving another $80 a month that you're not going to have to pay at the pump. (laughs) Folks. Third. The third thing we can do to change the standard of living for hardworking folks is cut the cost of child care. Cut the cost of child care. Oh, what the, that, like, Nancy acted like that really excited her. I don't believe it. If you live in a major city in America, you pay up to $14,000 Maybe, maybe he, she has some investment in child. opportunity. I was a single dad for five years raising two kids. I had a lot of help, though. I had a mom, a dad, a brother, and a company that stands to benefit from that government contract. More than seven percent of their income to care for the young children. My plan, my plan would cut the cost of childcare in half for most families, and help parents, including millions of women who left the workforce during the pandemic because they couldn't afford childcare. To be able to get back, I just I don't understand why we can't like, you know, offer a free option. Well, my doesn't stop there. It also includes home and long-term care. More Done by the government, pre-K and our tax dollars funded. There are so many things that should be done that way. Under my plan, nobody. Let me say this again: nobody earning less than four hundred thousand dollars a year will pay an additional penny in new taxes. Not a single penny. <clears throat> I may be wrong, but my guess is if we took a secret ballot in this floor, that we'd all agree that the present tax system ain't fair. We have to fix it. I'm not looking to punish anybody. But let's make corporations and wealthy Americans start paying their fair share. How, how about you motherfuckers that are rich get the fuck out of there and let us make those laws? And like Chris Coons and Tom Carper and my distinguished congresswoman, we come from the land of corporate America. There are more corporations incorporated in America than every other state in America combined. And I still won 36 years in a row. The point is, even they understand you should pay just a fair share. Last year, 55 of the Fortune uh, There's a reason why they, they are in Delaware, sir. dollars in profit and paid zero in federal taxes. Now look, it's not fair. 
That's why I proposed the 15% minimum tax rate for corporations. We've got... Fund the IRS. Seven other meetings overseas, we're able to put together. I was able to be somewhat helpful. People, people may not like the idea of funding the IRS, but because the IRS can't afford good lawyers, they can't go after the motherfuckers that are the real tax cheats. So they have to audit like everyday people. That's the only people that like can't afford to fight back. People that are really fucking cheating on their taxes can't afford good lawyers. Lower the cost of families. And the and the and the IRS just can't afford to battle them in court. We do have to make changes, sir. And while you're at it, confirm my nominees for the Federal Reserve which plays a critical role in fighting inflation. My plan will not only lower costs and give families a fair shot, it will lower the deficit. The previous administration not only ballooned the deficit with those tax cuts for the very wealthy... The nominee they're blocking is a... uh, Undermine the watch. Once again, it's one of those, like, that's the best kind of... Pandemic relief. That's the best kind of uh, a nominee that you're going to get from a Biden administration. not those watchdogs should be able to see... I I do hope she goes through. Was it going to the right place? But in my administration, the watchdogs are back. And we're going to go after the criminals who stole billions of relief money meant for small business and millions of Americans. And tonight I'm announcing that the Justice Department will soon name a chief prosecutor for pandemic fraud. <clears throat> Look. I think we all agree. Saul. Almorova. Uh, less than half of what it was before I took office. The only president ever to cut the deficit by more than one. Oh, no, that, that was the other one that had to withdraw. She was awesome. Lowering your cost also meant demanding more competition. I'm a capitalist, but capitalism without competition is not capitalism. Capitalism without competition is exploitation. It drives up profits. Corporations have to Today. compete. Oh, sorry. Their profits go up and your prices go up. I was, I was trying to look at the Federal Reserve nominee that I was trying to think of for the comptroller. My Republican friends from those states. Guess what? You got four basic meatpacking facilities. That's it. You play with them or you don't get to play at all. And you pay a hell of a lot more. A hell of a lot more. Thank you on the forward. bandana. See what's I like this one in all And moving goods in and out of America. During the pandemic, about half a dozen or less foreign-owned companies raised prices by as much as 1,000% and made record profits. Tonight, I'm announcing a crackdown on those companies overcharging American businesses and consumers. Folks, if you play with me, wash your hands afterwards. Antibacterial soap. And as Wall Street firms take over more nursing homes, quality in those homes has gone down and costs have gone up. That ends on my watch. Medicare is going to set higher standards for nursing homes 
and make sure your loved ones. I am for a highly regulated mixed economy. It's going to cut costs to keep the economy going strong. I am not a socialist, a communist, a capitalist. Apprenticeships. I am a what works best. Not just the degrees. I think there there are certain industries that should be nationalized. I think there are certain certain companies would work better if they were and extend the child tax credit so no one has to rape. operate under the principles of democratic socialism. Increase Pell grants, increase our historic support for HBCUs. I'm a I'm a big proponent of what worker co-ops. First lady who teaches full time calls America's best kept secret community colleges. Look, let's pass the Pro Act. When a majority of workers want to American. When we invest in our workers and we build an economy from the bottom up and the middle out together, we can do something we haven't done in a long time. Build a better America. For more than two years, COVID has impacted... Yeah, we ain't done that shit for 50 fucking years. We've not, like, spent a dime. Tired, frustrated, and exhausted. On anything for the people. That doesn't even count. Close to a million people. Who sit at a dining room table or a kitchen table? It is all like the, our economy is a Ponzi scheme. Because they lost somebody. But I also know this: because of the progress we've made, because of your resilience, and the tools that we have been provided by this Congress, tonight I can say we're moving forward safely. Robust public education for everybody. We've reached a new moment in the fight against COVID-19 where severe cases are down to a level not seen since July of last year. Just a few days ago, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention issued a new mask guidelines. Under the new guidelines, most Americans and most of the country can now go mask-free. And based on projections, and based on projections, more of the country will reach... Well, it's, a, it's a very long path to walk. And thanks to the progress we've made in the past year, COVID-19 no longer need control our lives. I know some are talking well, I mean, like, the, the, like the, the capitalism Tonight, is, like, on a micro scale for me. Like, you apply it to, like, we'll continue to comfort goods and shit. As we do other diseases. Government should provide utilities. We have to stay on guard. And basic, a basic living and shit. As we move forward safely, in my view. First... Stay protected with vaccines. High speed internet. We know how incredibly effective vaccines are. Give everybody a fucking cell phone. You have the highest degree. Expand the Obama phone plan that wasn't started by Obama, that was started by President George W. Bush. For their children. Scientists are working hard to get that done. We'll be ready with plenty of vaccines if and when they do. We're all ready. We, we are also ready with antiviral treatments. Vaccinate the fucking world. Release the IP. I've ordered more pills than anyone in the world has. Pfizer's working overtime to get us a million pills this month. And Steve Scalise next month. And now laughing at Biden initiative. So people can get tested at a pharmacy and if they prove positive, receive the antiviral pills on the spot at no cost. Folks, <clears throat> well, that's a something. If you're immo- 
If you're immunocompromised... Who wants to bet that Fox News does a piece on Jerry Nadler free high quality mask. wearing an N95? Or ignoring anyone's needs as we move forward. Bad Tones, you're on it as well. Somewhere on Fox, somebody is going to make a deal out of, out of him not standing up wearing that N95 mask. We already ordered free tests tonight. I'm announcing you can order another group of tests. COVID, go to covidtest.gov starting next week, and you can get more tests. Representative Madison Cawthorn looking like a sociopath. Over the past... Can I be sued for saying that? ...protecting new variants. If necessary... <laughs> Would he have to prove that he's not a sociopath? That stupid fucking sociopath. And if Congress presides the funds we need, we'll have new stockpiles of tests, masks, pills, ready if needed. I can't promise a new variant won't come, but I can, I can promise you we'll do everything within our power to be ready if it does. Getting, getting sued by a dumb fuck right-winger would be the best thing that ever happened to me. We can end the shutdown of schools and businesses. We have the tools we need. It's time for America to get back to work and fill our great downtowns again with people. People working from home can feel safe and begin to return to their offices. We're doing that here in the federal government. The vast majority of federal workers... Get back to work, you plebs. Our schools are open. Let's keep it that way. Our kids need to be in school. Uh-oh, Scrabby's in here smoking the reds. Be sure to clean your butts up. The 75% of adult, 75% of adult Americans fully vaccinated... He's like, fuck it, we're doing the cowboy killers now. Most Americans can remove their masks and stay in the classroom and move forward safely. We achieved this because we provided free vaccines. The black ones. I don't know what the difference is with the black ones. Continuing this costs money. So I'll not surprise you. I'll be back to see you all. And I'm going to soon send a request to Congress. The vast majority of Americans... The, the jacket that Joni Ernst again. is wearing really, like, pops her eyes. I Congress, and I hope you'll pass that quickly. Fourth, I assume they make your lungs blacker. The world. We've sent four... Pickle, I, uh, I can't even be around people that smoke. 112 countries, more than any nation... Like, like it, it bothers me because, like, uh, I used to smoke. That was probably six, seven years ago. You can't build a wall high enough to keep out a... A, a, a vaccine. The vaccine can stop. I'm not sure if Sparkles got her melties yet. She's notoriously bad about not going to the mailbox. I will ask her when I see her. If she's not in here right now, she might be watching and lurking. Let's use this moment to reset. So stop looking at COVID as a partisan dividing line. See it for what it is. A god-awful disease. Let's stop sending each, seeing each other as enemies. And start seeing each other for who we are. Uh, for for uh, uh, wax burners. We, we can't change how divided we've been. It was a long time in coming. But we can change how to move forward. Plug for my, my friend at Rainy Morning Candles. I recently visited the New York City Police Department days after the funerals of Officer Wilbur Mora 
Subscribe and get 10% off your purchase right there. Fucking even got you a, a special offer. Call when a man shot and killed him with a stolen gun. Officer Moore was 27 years old. Officer Rivera was 22 years old. Both Dominican Americans who grew up in the same streets that they later chose to parole to uh, patrol as police officers. I spoke with their families. I have the the lavender and sage. And we'll carry on. Their I still, I still have. Every community uh, it was a candle, like but it like it. it uh, I've worked with you on these issues. It didn't burn, time. so I've been using it inside it the works. investigating crime prevention, community policing. A cab, even the dead ones who know the neighborhood and who can restore trust and safety. Let's not abandon our streets or choose between safety and equal justice. Let's come together and protect our communities, restore... Sorry, I was thinking about candles and, and, and shit. That's why the Justice Department has required body cameras, banned choke calls, and restricted no-knox warrants for its officers. That's why the American Rescue Plan that you all provide... Here are her wares. ...that cities, states, and counties can use to hire more police, invest in more proven strategies... Proven strategies like where where are my manners? Proven strategies. Uh, I do believe you're a mod. So I, I think you are cool to post links. Trauma, and giving young people some hope. We should all agree the answer is not to defund the police. It's to fund the police. Fund them. Fund. No 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 no. They have plenty of fucking funding. They don't need more funding. They're talking about crime going up. Last year was like the most money they've ever had, ever. need to protect our community. And they're complaining about crime going up. So what, are you going to keep throwing more fucking money at them? Fuck all the way off. And we'll do everything in my power to crack down on gun trafficking of ghost guns that you can buy online, assemble at home, no serial numbers, can't be traced. I ask Congress to pass proven measures to reduce gun violence, pass universal background checks. Why should anyone on the terrorist list be able to purchase a weapon? Why? Why? You see my, my wafu, folks. Representative Rashida Tlaib. Ban assault weapons with high-capacity magazines hold up a hundred rounds. You think the deer sparklers? Look, repeal the liability shield that makes gun manufacturers the only industry in America that can't be sued. The only one. I'm not sure she wasn't on camera. And had we done that with the tobacco manufacturers? These laws don't infringe on the Second Amendment. They save lives. The most fundamental... Lauren Boebert tweeting out right something. And have it counted. And look, it's under assault. She's sitting next to that, uh, that, she's a representative from Florida. I forget what her name is. We've been there before, but to subvert the entire election. Oh, no, Sparkles Lavender. Tonight I call on the Senate to pass, pass the Freedom to Vote Act, pass the John Lewis Act, Voting Rights Act. For the love of God. Pass the Disclose Act so Americans know who's funding our election. For the love of God, pass those fucking voting rights acts. I'd like to honor someone who dedicated his life to serve this country. There's a sock right there. Justice Breyer, 
an Army veteran, constitutional scholar, retiring justice. Fuck Justice Breyer. Fuck you. Fuck you, Stephen Breyer. Thank you for your service. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean it. I mean, like, no particular reason, but just he's just... He's just one of the crusty old fucks that's emblematic of what's wrong with this goddamn country. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so special. What's your ideology? You went on your little book tour. Constitutional responsibility a president has. You should have fucking retired ten years ago and enjoyed the last years of your fucking life, dude. As I did four days ago. I've nominated the Circuit Court of... Sorry, I'm sorry if you guys felt that was disrespectful. Crypt Keeper looking ass. One of our nation's top legal minds. We'll continue in just broad, just as Because, like, I, I have a reverence for the Supreme Court. A former top litigator. Like, I really do. Like, I fucking, like, I want to... Federal public defender. From a family of public school educators, I want to be proud of our institutions, but the people that occupy our institutions are just are just slime buckets. Range of support, including the Fraternal Order of Police, and former judges supported by Democrats and Republicans. I I I I like the fact that we need to. I actually I like the fact that they're appointed. I like the fact that they they uh, are appointed a lifetime. It's worked in our favor. I've I've heard good arguments for term limits for like a for like a ten year term, and then you and then you have to retire. You can't go back to being another type of judge. You're just you're you're judged out. Technology like cutting edge scanners to better detect drug smuggling. We've set up joint patrols in Mexico and Guatemala to catch more human traffickers. We're putting in place dedicated immigration judges in a significant larger number so families fleeing persecution. The problem is just like, you know, human ego. I know you can never, you can never really account for human ego. We're screening. We're that, was, that was with, you know, Ginsburg. In South and Central America to host... She wanted, she wanted to have her replacement we can do all this while named by a woman president. I understand, I understand the, the appeal. And yeah, Hillary seemed like a lock. And even like I, even I got up on election day and I'm like, oh, the New York Times says it's like a 96% chance. Hillary Clinton is elected president tonight. Woo! I've been doing Molly all weekend and shit. It's the right thing to do. It's economically smart thing to do. That's why the immigration reform is supported by everyone from labor unions to religious leaders to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Let's get it done once and for all. Folks. Folks. Advancing liberty. Folks, I'm not high enough for this shit. Protecting the rights of women. The constitutional right affirmed by Roe v. Wade, standing precedent for half a century is under attack. Yeah, for the love of God, do something about you that want issue. To go forward, not backwards. We must protect access to health care, preserve a woman's right to choose, and continue to advance maternal health care for all Americans. And, folks. For our LGBTQ plus Americans, let's finally get the bipartisan equality. Fucking Amy Coney Barrett looking like uh, like she's staring a hole in Biden. Gender Americans and their families. It's simply wrong. 
Yeah, we've already got we've already got a case in Texas. Transgender Americans, I'll always have your back as your president. So you're a family is suing because of Texas's application of this this new executive order. Folks. As I've just demonstrated, well, it often appears we do not agree. <laughs> and that we, we do agree on a lot more things than we acknowledge. I signed 80 bipartisan bills in the law last year, from preventing government shutdowns, to protecting Asian Americans from still too common hate crimes, to reforming military justice, and will soon be strengthening the Violence Against Women Act that I first wrote three decades ago. It's important. It's important for us to show. Ida, that that moment seems like such an opportune time for them to have done a lot of things, and they didn't. Four big things we can do together, in my view. First, they acted like they learned their lesson. That's what the that's what the Obama or that's what the Biden contingency said. Like, oh, we learned the lessons. The Obama administration. But they didn't. It's the same old bullshit. I'm fucking Biden seems more ineffective than Obama. Prescribing treatments. There's my girl Cory Bush. There's Ariana Presley. There was there was a, there was a lot of fucking murky talent in that balcony. No, you're not alone. I believe in recovery, and I celebrate the 23 million, 23 million Americans in recovery. Second, let's take on mental health, especially among our children whose lives and education have been turned upside down. American Rescue Plan gave schools money to hire teachers and help students make up for lost learning. I urge every parent to make sure your school, your school does just that. Have the I believe money. that I believe that older lady we just saw was uh, sign up to be a Debbie Stabenow from West Virginia. Also I might be wrong on that one though. Bullying, violence, trauma. All those all those little old ladies look alike to me. As Frances Haugen, who is here tonight with us, has shown, we must hold social media platforms accountable for the national experiment they're conducting on our children for profit. Well, he could he could do one of two things tonight: cancel student debt, legalize marijuana, or decriminalize marijuana. Thank you for the courage you showed. He could do either of those things with the stroke of a pen. That ain't gonna happen. Ban targeted advertising to children. Demand tech companies stop collecting personal data on our children, and let's get all Americans the mental health services they need. More people can turn for help and full parity between physical and mental health care if we treat it that way in our insurance. Look, ban insurance. Insurance shouldn't be a thing. The third piece of that agenda. Okay, you can have like a supplemental private insurance, I guess. There should be a baseline that the government provides. And the spine of this country. They're the best of us. I've always believed that we have a sacred obligation to equip those we send to war. Do you want, do you want me to take a selfie and send it to you? Like, I don't... 
My administration is providing assistance in job training, housing. You can take a picture. Will you take my picture? Because I won't remember. And I won't, literally, I won't. Burn pits. Many of you have been there. I've been in and out of Iraq and Afghanistan over 40 times. Oh, go take a picture of your neighbor's cross. I didn't know what you were talking. I thought you were asking to take a picture of me. Hazards, material, jet fuel, and so much more. And they come home. Many of the world's fittest and best trained warriors in the world. Never the same. Headaches, numbness, dizziness. Is every other fucking country smarter than us? That would put them in a flag drape. That's the reason. I know. It's far more efficient than the way we do it. One of those soldiers was my son, Major Bo Biden. Hey, fuck you, Lindsey Graham. That he lived near, that his hooch was near in Iraq. And Wait, his hooch? Who got the hooch? The cause of his brain cancer, the disease of so many other troops. But I am committed to find out everything we can. He's just been driving along, tra-la-la-la-la, listening to, listening to me, listening to Joe Biden. First class Heath Robinson. He yeah, yeah, yeah. You've even been watching a commenting and shit. Fuck. Combat you and your self-driving car. That's insane. Just yards from burn pits the size of football fields. Danielle is here with us tonight. Burn pits are a, are a serious fucking issue. That's fucked up. I didn't I'm like. If the right wing wants to draw attention to the way we like, they always talk about leaving behind equipment in Afghanistan. No, what we did was we stripped it fucking down. What we fucking could, we put in a burn pit. And that shit is dangerous as as fuck. Cancer from prolonged exposure to burn pits ravaged Heath Long's but now they're like all, all the all the stuff we left in Afghanistan that could have gave to Ukraine yuck 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 and neither did she that motherfucker is cheaper to strip it down because that's all the military cared about do better and then they, they left little mini environmental disasters all over the these war zones firing new ways they got countless people sick from inhaling the the toxic fumes from the burn pits who knows how many fucking civilians were affected by the fucking burn pits i'm also calling on congress to pass the law to make sure veterans devastated by toxic exposure oh, oh i'm sorry i didn't know i was going to get this upset fits in the comprehensive health And fourth and last, let's end cancer as we know it. This is personal. This is personal to me and to Jill and to Kamala and so many of you. So many of you have lost. 76% one vaccine. Husband, wife, son, daughter, mom, dad. Cancer That's a good number. 64% fully vaccinated. Only 28% with the booster. That's, that's kind of worrisome. Who am I? I still haven't gotten my booster. President Obama asked me to lead six years ago. Our goal is to cut cancer death rates 
by at least 50 percent over the next 25 years. And I think we can do better than that. Turn cancers from death sentences into treatable diseases. More support for patients and their families. To get there, I call on Congress to fund what I called ARPA-H, Advanced, <laughs> Advanced Research Projects Agency for Health. Pattern after dark. I mean, we're doing we're doing some awesome shit with modern medicine. To so. the internet, GPS, with the proper funding, and 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 forces more safer and be able to wage war more with more clarity. ARPA will yeah, I'm gonna lost for words too, Joe Biden. To drive okay. breakthroughs in cancer, Alzheimer's. Past both our bedtimes, isn't it? A unity agenda for the nation. We can do these things. It's within our power. And I don't see a part Joe of Manchin is not impressed. My fellow Americans, tonight we've gathered in this sacred space, a citadel of democracy, in this capital. They smeared shit on the walls there just like a year and some change ago. Made great strife and have done great things. We fought for freedom, expanded liberty debated totalitarianism and terror. We built the strongest, freest, and most prosperous... Mitt Romney is not impressed. Now is the hour. Our moment of responsibility, our test of resolve and conscience of history itself, it is in this moment that our character of this generation is formed. Our purpose is found. Our future is forged. Well, I know this nation. We'll meet the test. Protect Adam Schiff doesn't look very impressed. And we will save democracy. As hard as those times have been, I'm more optimistic about America today than I've been my whole life. Because I see the future that's within our grasp. Mitch McConnell is already dead. Beyond our, our capacity. That is, that is a reanimated corpse. has always turned every crisis we faced into an opportunity. The only nation that can be defined by a single word, possibilities. So on this night, on our 245th year as a nation, I've come to report on the state of the nation, the state of the union. And my report is this, the state of the union is strong because you, the American people, are strong. We are stronger today. We are stronger today than we strong. And we'll be stronger a year from now than we are today. This is our moment to meet and overcome the challenges of our time. And we will, as one people, one America, the United States of America. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you. Go get him. Go get who? Go get who? He said, "Go get him." Who? Who are we getting? I mean, who? Is, who are we getting? President, that's what I want to like. I'm, I'm confused as well. Who's getting got official State of the Union address, an hour long speech spanning topics from the war in Ukraine to the open. Now stick, a, stick around. Oh, Putin. 
greeting people in the chamber. Well, nobody he's speaking to is responsible for going and getting Putin. Going and getting Putin. Outside the White House and here in the newsroom. Let's go to Joyce Cove. Going and getting Putin. Yeah, nuclear holocaust. We need to stop escalating. A very clear-eyed delivery of his stance on both Ukraine and his policies here domestically. Because Russia has said some seriously worrying shit. Over his words, but tonight the tone. Hopefully, it's all bluster, but you never fucking know. Projected this sort of steadiness uh, as he discussed what he was doing uh, about the war in Ukraine, uh, as far as punishments on Russia and standing with the Ukra- Ukrainian people. At Justin Freegan, uh, he was met with this. Uh, energy in the room that was one of collegiality. We saw members of both Republican and Democratic sides. Where's, where's my manners? I can uh, numerous times. I can leave. at the beginning of the speech when he was addressing uh, Ukraine and uh, America's commitment to supporting Ukraine. Do stick around. We've got the. We have the Republican rebuttal to come. Really stood up and gave the action. The action is just getting started. It's going to be a juicy twenty minutes, probably. I don't. I don't. Let me hold on. Let me find out who's giving the Republican rebuttal. Of the free world, thinking he could make it bend to his menacing ways, he went on to say that Putin thought he could roll into Ukraine and the world would roll over. Instead, Governor Kim Reynolds of Iowa. He was met with the Ukrainian. We'll be giving us the uh, talking about how strong Republican rebuttal moment where Russia is increasing. Uh, If you keep escalating a nuclear power civilians as well, I would I would hope that a nuclear holocaust is not in the forecast. Russian tanks. Uh, And he also had this really phenomenal moment um, with the Ukrainian ambassador who was the guest of the first lady. And she stood up as he said, uh, you know, I've already already seen several right wing sides are like, you know, uh, surviving after a nuclear blast uh, in unity. He announced several punishments on Russia, uh, four of them to be exact, including enforcing economic sanctions uh, with allies, of course, cutting off most recently. Oh, they always, they always have a rebuttal. To, uh, the, the financial world at large. Uh, with the, the Republicans going to be like, everything he said is bullshit. And we usually get some, we usually get some fun moments out of it. Well, one year, Marco Rubio gave a speech, and like uh, he was like really awkward, and he like go and get like he had to like grab a glass. Establishing a task force to go after Russian oligarchs, saying that quote we're joining with our European allies. Clear as your yachts, your luxury apartments. Understandable. Your ill-begotten gains. Uh, and first, and fourth, there there have been some interesting moments in the Republican rebuttal. Joining U.S. allies and closing off U.S. airspace to Russian flights, adding that this will add um, really an additional squeeze on their economy uh, with the ruble already down thirty percent. I think they, I think Sarah Palin might have gave well, it the the from talking about Ukraine to the um to his domestic policy first year of obama and uh reassuring that like she that looked at the right wing like okay. there, there was said, quote when two different sets of cameras right like there's like multiple news agencies it's if 
looking in a general direction. She was like looking at again projecting strength and resolve in the Fox News or whatever's camera. People, the principles of democracy, and really the unity of the U.S. and uh, their allies against. She like look and look weird on on other cameras right now in Ukraine. I don't like Stephen Breyer. The State of the Union is strong, uh, and this is this came after. I'm I'm uh, overall a pretty big fan of of Justice Sotomayor. Things that we were waiting to hear exactly what the president would say on this. Uh, he Justice really Kagan seems pretty fucking cool. That that is what will overcome the Roberts has been better than I thought he would be. Gorsuch has been better than I thought he would be. Thanks so much. Joyce Co. reporting live outside the White House. We are watching. It's still a far right court. Very slow departure. I mean, that's, that's, that's saying something that Gorsuch people, has been better than I thought Justice he would be. Breyer just a moment ago. Rhonda, that was such a touching moment uh, in the speech when he uh, praised Justice Breyer, the Supreme Court justice slated to retire, who had Thought such a Justice Breyer. I'm sorry. Uh, a human reaction. Rhonda, tell us more about some of the highlights tonight and how Congress reacted. Well, you know, out of the gate, uh, when Ukraine was mentioned, when he also mentioned that he would be closing off American airspace to Russian aircraft, uh, you saw a lot of resounding support. You heard claps. You saw people standing. This is a picture of Governor Kim Reynolds, who will be giving the response to the State of the Union. issue of Ukraine and helping the Ukrainian people. So uh, I, I don't know what it will be when any legislation gets to the floor uh, on Ukraine, whether it be a funding package or something, how that's going to uh, shape up. But for now, they all seem to be in a unified support of the president and his approach to Ukraine. Um, he also uh, discussed this. Build back this better. New York Times piece is talking her up. She's a pretty good speaker, very effective somewhat failed in negotiations. Communicator. But what he did was pulled out uh, parts of that legislation, uh, bringing down the cost of pharmaceutical uh, drugs. He That's what the New York Times piece says. Like, she gives off this folksy demeanor. How his parents have to pay for that insulin, and that should come down. Governor uh, Kim Reynolds, as I was, I was reading through this. Credits, expanding Medicare. Those are all part of Build Back Better. But he sort of recast... Spider Biggle says she looks pleasant. And like that, I, I think that's part of her appeal. We'd like to tackle so we can folksy demeanor. Works. Uh, two things that stood out to me: uh, he had Republicans on their feet uh, on two issues that he might be trying to get ahead of in terms of what they are uh, readying as their. Uh, Seem to applaud for everything up until like we got to like the domestic said, policy. We don't need to defund the police, we need to fund them. I, I saw Kevin McCarthy, uh, the House Minority Leader, stand up. I saw other members of the Republican Party stand up on that line. Also, he called on uh, more immigration reform. I saw Ted Cruz stand up. I'm sorry if you watched the State of the Union. Stand up. So you honestly didn't hear the State of the Union. We've just babbled about like other shit. Uh, and trying to make a, a common sense approach on those issues. Uh, we also learned. Uh, Justin talks to chat night. Chief prosecutor for pandemic fraud uh, at the DOJ. That was a part of the speech when he discussed where we are with. The I'm I'm interested now reading this New York Times article saying that she's a effective communicator. He knew that uh, this is a divided Senate, a divided House, and and he wanted to give somebody give every uh, governor of Iowa. 
Rhonda Colvin, thank you so much. Uh, about five minutes yeah. after President Biden. They're seeming to have some audio issues. Uh, response that will be delivered by the Iowa governor. Let's go I just said that. More on, uh, on, on your major takeaways from tonight's State of the Union speech, James. It, it was a very striking, moderate tone from the president. Bruce Reed's fingerprints were all over that speech. He is a moderate centrist Democrat from kind of the corporate wing of the party. He was Bill Clinton's Makes a lot of sense. Advisor, and he helped Bill Clinton reset after big losses for Democrats in the 1994 midterms so that Clinton could win in 1996. It was almost tonight like Biden was acting as if he was approaching a divided government. Rhonda mentioned some of the things, you know, tough on policing, speaking out against uh, defunding the police, speaking out for cracking down on pandemic fraud, tough on immigration, talking about securing the border. Uh, when he talked about abortion and Roe versus Wade, he notably did not use the word abortion, uh, didn't use the term build back better. Uh, it, it, it really, you know, and then obviously ending uh, with the kind of what he called the unity agenda, the four themes that could bring Republicans and Democrats together, fighting cancer, helping veterans, tackling addiction and mental health. It, it sounded like he's preparing for divided government. It, it really was the most moderate sounding speech we've heard from Joe Biden since he became president. I think it is part of a pivot. I think it is aimed at trying to... Uh, some of the Democratic... That, that is what will cause you to lose. Some of the independents who clearly didn't like Donald Trump maybe gave Biden a chance in 2020, aren't happy with what they've gotten so far, and trying to win some of those voters back. James, such uh, an interesting uh, observation by you. Moving to anticipate perhaps a divided government, uh, because, of course, the midterms are already upon us. There is a primary in Texas today, uh, and that season is already underway. Uh, Give us an update. The polls uh, should close like an hour ago, possibly. Versus looking at the the, the goal list of things to do. They may have just closed. He actually ended with this, this crescendo that tied it all together. If Biden hit at the very top, said, we're better off than we were a year ago, and we're going to be better off a year from now than we are today, it would have sounded a little tone deaf. Uh, tin- it's a very low but, bar. You know, he really did in the economic- Republicans act like the place is on fire, which in a way it is. I thought he successfully threaded the needle where he didn't sound like he was. But I mean, they're not, they're, they're, they're not things. Don't recognize. Uh, oh, you were there to vote in the primary. Like, did you not have like early voting options speech, and shit? Try to deflect blame for rising prices to corporations. We heard his attack on the meat processing meat package. Did you have it? Did you have a primary to kind of vote in? More posed at seven. Okay, so yeah, it was about an hour ago. To get to the point hour and some change. You know, he, Another moderate thing he said was kids should be back in school. Let's turn the page on COVID. Let's change this from pandemic to endemic. Oh, Central Tom, I thought for some reason I was thinking Texas was on a a I was on the next time zone. Of tonight, very few. My apologies. So that was that was a couple hours ago. Blue and yellow of Ukraine. The first lady wearing a brilliant blue dress with a little embroidered sunflower right at the symbol of Ukraine. Talk to us about symbolism tonight. I do encourage you order some melt candles, rainy morning candles. A friend that was in here earlier. Uh, here on the, the floor, uh, you saw uh, ribbons on lapels uh, in the colors of the Ukrainian flag. So these were all symbols to show uh, that this whole chamber is aware of the situation over there and they're standing uh, in solidarity right now. So uh, that and then, of course, the uh, the map. I'm happy to do it because... 
first times that this chamber has seen a mask optional. Um, regular- I have enjoyed your melts and candles that I purchased from you. In fact, you faced a fine. Uh, lawmakers who did not come masked faced a fine. Now, uh, today, it was mask optional, and it looks like uh, just a, a few. I, I, I've only been able to account, account just several. We're still waiting for the Republican rebuttal. Apparently, the Progressive Caucus has somebody speaking. I don't know if Washington Post will cover that. It's still with us. We're going to have to be aware uh, that variants could pop up. But for now, uh, the government wants to uh, show that the pandemic hopefully is behind us, or at least as endemic, and and will move forward uh, as needed. He also discussed that people can now go on and uh, order more tests from the federal government. That's something he started uh, about a month ago. So now he's saying Americans can sign up for more tests. So uh, the optics uh, tonight, those are always an important part of the State of the Union, seeing what's happening, seeing who's doing what in the chamber. And I can tell you right now, most of the members who have left the chamber are now very near me. I know at the beginning of our show, I said it was very quiet where we were. Not the case right now. We have a lot of lawmakers coming through here to give their reaction, and we hope to talk to a few soon. Great, Rhonda. Thank you. Let's bring in national video reporter Hannah Jewell. So, Hannah, what are we expecting to hear in the Republican response tonight? So we are right now waiting to hear from Kim Reynolds, the governor of Iowa, elected um, in 2016, took or took power rather in 2017, was previously the lieutenant governor. Um, and what we're going to hear is her contrasting her style of leadership and her decisions um, in Iowa with those of Biden and the Democrats. Looks like Rashida Tlaib will be very few COVID giving a rebuttal. Pandemic. Um, she has been against masks, vaccine man- mandates. She banned schools from being able to implement mask mandates in schools. We can be sure to hear her touch on that, as well as other contrasts, such as how she has, you know, opposed the teaching of systemic racism in schools in Iowa. That is the critical race theory sort of talk that is happening right now among Republicans. Um, She has opposed the inclusion of trans kids in sports. We heard Biden um, speaking about that and speaking up for trans kids in his speech. She has limited abortion access. She has actually today cut state taxes. And she's also a staunch staunch supporter of, of Donald Trump. And we've actually seen a few lines from this speech that she's about to give, at least as it was written before um, Biden's address. And we know from that that she's planning to describe Biden and the Democrats as sending the country back in time to the late 70s and 80s, specifically, uh, a moment that she will describe as a time of high inflation, crime and Cold War tensions. Um, We can also expect her to speak about the Afghanistan withdrawal and how it, in her words, emboldened our enemies trying to sort of pin the situation on Ukraine, at least some blame on Biden and his um, leadership here in the United States. There was actually a moment that we um, uh, heard in uh, the speech when um, Biden was speaking about uh, veterans and about um, those veterans who have lost their lives. We heard a Republican Congresswoman Lauren Boebert yelling out I do have 13 of them in the ground, or you put them in, as in caskets, 13 of them, a sort of moment followed by uh, Democrats booing. She did um, to live. So see that sort of uh, moment. Her stream pulled up. There. It is um, scheduled for... 
34 minutes from now. So far, often the rebuttal is used and given to a sort of someone. We get a couple of rebuttals. We get one from the right. We get one from the left. You know, she's not a, a young star necessarily. She's a grandma. Noise. She will mention, uh, but she is still seen as a potential. Um, a potential. Fuck the transphobes. I'm very worried about what's going on in, in Texas. Um, we seem to sort of seem to see during Biden. Texas is also, you know, looking to to elect these sorts of criticisms at the pass ahead of nominate for the Democratic nomination to progressives in this cycle, and that's exciting. You know, so central to Kim Reynolds' sort of reputation as a Republican governor who who handled you know COVID so much differently than most of the country, the lack of masks that we saw tonight might might sort of prevent her being able to. I'm excited now, like. For those who don't know, Representative Rashida Tlaib is, is, is like my The chamber is clearing out the President of the United States has just left, and you saw him there doing a couple last handshakes with even the people who were running the I, I swoon the over Representative Tlaib. Uh, let's go uh, to James Homan uh, for more on some of the dynamics at play this evening. You know, James... Okay, Hannah explained this, but I, but I want to be very clear about what happened because people, people might have heard somebody yelling out as President Biden was talking about veterans and specifically about his son, Bo Biden, a veteran who has died, died of cancer. And we heard someone yell out. It What's up, Bisky? Good evening. Bobert, as Hannah explained, Republican from Colorado. And uh, as the president was talking Representative about. Representative Rashida Tlaib. Flag draped coffins. Congressman Boebert yelled out 13 of them. She will be giving the progressive rebuttal members of the chamber because she was yelling this out to the the State of the Union. Yeah, and it's not surprising coming from Lauren Boebert from Rifle, Colorado. She defeated Scott Tipton, who was a a very conservative. She is a Democratic representative from uh, Michigan. Into lots of trouble with refusing to wear a mask, but also she uh, is fantastic. You will love her. You will see why I swoon over her. uh, And into the Capitol, Uh, she. uh, You will. You will see why she was selected by the progressives to to try and give a rebuttal, or she decided to give a rebuttal all on her own. Unfortunate that this has sort of become a pattern in a lot of these state of the unions we'll learn you today curiouser address from obama uh, to the to the congress where joe wilson the republican congressman from south carolina yelled you lie uh, as as obama was talking about health care uh and so this, I like, i've been watching state of the unions for fucking years now i was like i remember the you not the you lie thing we saw speaker pelosi rip up donald trump's speech uh in, in a prior address like it was yesterday i was probably really high on pills at that time of unity as i was i was dating the crack whore displays do james face this tension does he try to be bipartisan biden or does he try to be kind of fdr Potter, you are going to there are aids going to uh really get behind he thinks he should pick a fight with representative to live run against them as the foil as the bad guy but biden's impulse is to try and work with them to try and reach for common ground uh which some on the left think is naive and you know when you when you talk about someone like Lauren Boebert, that plays into the hands of people who are saying Biden should run against Republicans in Congress rather than try to extend all of branches. Let's go to Rhonda Colvin briefly, who's up on Cap- what, who who is the progressive of the race? That's right. We're here with Representative Castro. Demo- I will definitely check it out, Spider Pig. Uh, I need to, I need to. That was something I was thinking of earlier today. Is like I really need to get up on. Because we're, we're getting into primary season, and I was primary in Texas. 
hit on? Is that going to wasn't really on my radar until the last day or so? Uh, he gave what I thought was a really strong speech. So I need I need to bipartisan uh, uh, clapping and standing. I need, I need to. Uh, he talked about the devastation of the pandemic. Get up on 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 who all's running. And his plan for the country. Who I need to who I need to support. About the situation with Russia invading Ukraine, which the world is concerned about. Uh, and Neil Walia. He really demonstrated America's leadership. Did I say his name correctly? To condemn what Russia has done. And so, all in all, I thought that it was a great night for the president. Oh, Sparkles called for weed. I don't know if I was... If I was. Now you also sit on House Intel, and I know you've had a series of briefings on uh, the situation. In I don't know if I paid attention. Legislatively on the Ukraine issue. Uh, well, we're talking about a possible sanctions bill. As you've seen, uh, the world really at this point has said Grassroots progressive. It's unprecedented how swiftly and strongly the world has moved to condemn what they've done. Many of us in Congress were working with the State Department and the U.S. mission at the United Nations today to call different embassies and rally. I'll give them a follow on the Twitter. Condemning Russia. Uh, and so we're going to keep putting the pressure on. All right, Representative Castro, thanks so much. Libby? Thank you so much, Rhonda Colvin, live on Capitol Hill. We will continue to check in with Rhonda throughout the night. Momentarily, though, the Republican response, that will be by Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds. Uh, Stay tuned for that. As we heard Rhonda mention, it is a primary day. I am looking forward. Uh, Here are the the two big questions. Uh, The Democrat and Republican Governor is saying that Greg Abbott is projected to win the Republican primary there, but O'Rourke projected to win, rather, the Democratic primary in Texas. Other races we are also watching there tonight, and we will talk about later on. Now, the Iowa governor. I didn't know there was anybody else running against Beto. I mean, good evening. Was there, was there a serious challenger? Was it in doubt that Beto? Like you, I just watched. And I, like, I highly doubt there was anybody going against Abbott. The governor of our state, as a mom and a grandmother of 11, who's worried our country is on the wrong track. We're now one year into his presidency, and instead of moving America forward, it feels like President Biden and his party have sent us back in time to the late 70s and early 80s, when runaway inflation was hammering families, a violent crime wave was crashing our cities, and the Soviet army was trying to redraw the world map. Even before taking the oath of office, the president told us that he wanted to. But I thought everybody loves the 80s. America respected around the world again and to unite us here at home. He's failed on both fronts. The disastrous Afghanistan withdrawal did more than cost American lives, it betrayed our allies and emboldened our enemies. North Korea is testing missiles again at an alarming rate. The Speaker of the House recently warned our Olympic athletes not to speak out against China. And now Russia has launched an unprovoked full-scale military invasion of Ukraine, an attack on democracy, freedom, and the rule of law. Now all Americans must stand united in solidarity with the people of Ukraine as they courageously defend their country against Putin's tyranny as they fight for their freedom. But we shouldn't ignore what happened in the run-up to Putin's invasion, waiving sanctions on Russian pipelines while eliminating oil production here at home, focusing on political correctness rather than military readiness, reacting to world events instead of driving them, 
Weakness on the world stage has a cost, and the president's approach to foreign policy has consistently been too little, too late. It's time for America to once again project confidence. It's time to be decisive. It's time to lead. But we can't project strength abroad if we're weak at home. And that's what I want to discuss with you tonight. The President and Democrats in Congress have spent the last year either ignoring the issues facing Americans or making them worse. They were warned that spending trillions would lead to soaring inflation. They were told that their anti-energy policies would send gas prices to new heights. But they plowed ahead anyway, raising the price at the pump by 50 percent and pushing inflation to a 40-year high. Four decades ago, when the gas prices double, I haven't driven in a few years, but like gas prices double, maybe from like the the height of the pandemic. We would literally switch. We would pass in the yard as he was coming home, and I was leaving to work evenings at the local grocery store. From across, I have uh, I've laid out simply because, like, out of respect for a woman politician, prices rise faster than wages. Instead of fact checking her, believes inflation is a quote high class problem. I can tell you, it's an everybody problem. I saw didn't feel didn't want to feel like I was mansplaining. I watched working people choose which essentials to take home, and which ones to leave behind. And now President Biden's decisions have a whole new generation feeling that same pain. When I took the oath of office five years ago, I promised Iowans that I would never lose sight of who I was working for. That I would. I can I can see the appeal. Problems they were facing, from the and perhaps she's auditioning to be. Don't have to check groceries to Trump see vice presidential candidate. You just need to step outside of the D.C. bubble. Talk to Americans about what's on their mind. Ask them, what are your concerns? What keeps you up at night? And they'll tell you. And I can tell you what's not on that list. They won't tell you that spending trillions more and bankrupting their children is the answer to their problems. They won't tell you that we should be paying people not to work. And they certainly won't. Wait, who in the fuck is even doing that? Is that a, that's not a thing? Millionaires and billionaires in Democrat-controlled states like California, New York, and New Jersey. But that's what the Biden administration has been pushing for over the last year, and that's all part of Build Back Better. Thankfully, the president's agenda didn't pass because even members of his own party said enough. Is enough. Well, the American people share that view. Enough is enough, and it's not just with DC spending. Americans are tired of a political class trying to remake this country into a place where an elite few tell everyone else what they can and cannot. That's exactly what you're trying to do, ma'am. They're tired of people pretending. You are part of the elite view that are trying to tell everybody else what to do. Everybody by their race. 
they're tired of politicians who tell parents they should sit... The overwhelmingly popular Build Back Better bill was killed because of politicians like yourself. Frankly, they are... Exactly what you're preaching against, ma'am. politicians do one thing when the cameras are rolling and another when they believe you can't see them. We're governors and mayors and... Ooh, you know what happens when you can't see them? Where elected leaders tell their citizens to stay home while they sneak off to Florida for sun and fun. Where they demand that your child wear a... Ooh, do you know what they do in Florida when they're having sun and fun? So you've heard the excuses. You live in sexual anarchy. They were just holding their breath. But it's the American people who are waiting to exhale waiting for the insanity to stop some people some people back in the 90s they call the movie out of control uh, uh, prosecutors are letting waiting to exhale sexual anarchy prominent Democrats still want anarchy. to defund the police you know it seems like everything is backwards the Biden administration requires vaccines for Americans who want to go to work or protect this country but not what vaccine? What vaccine mandates? The Department of Justice treats parents like domestic terrorists, but looters and shoplifters roam free. The American people are left to feel like they're the enemy. This is not the same country it was a year ago. The president tried to paint a different picture tonight, but his actions over the last good, good lord like we were in free fall a year ago march 1st 2021 just a month and some change removed from an insurrection on the capitol or they smeared shit on the walls of congress i would say we're better off than that there's not people fucking smearing shit on the walls of congress the people we serve to hear them out to stand up for them and walk alongside them we know that our problems require bold action, but we also know that bold action doesn't have to mean government action. It's I like how they, they like the the one woman was protesting and and saying that uh, Republican why are all the homeless people dying if COVID's so bad? And there was a homeless person walking by, and he's like, "Cause I'm vaccinated, you dumb bitch." Lockdowns and school closures. They came with their own significant cost. That mandates weren't the answer. And we actually listened to the science, especially with kids in masks and kids in schools. What happened and is still happening to our children over the last two years is unconscionable. Learning loss, isolation, anxiety, depression. Ida, stick around for Representative to live. Been left behind. And so many... He'll bring you back up. That's why Iowa was the first state in the nation to require that schools open their doors. I was attacked by... La, 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 la. We got into the COVID bullshit. And, like, I really haven't been paying attention to this. And keeping schools open is only the start of the pro-parent, pro-family revolution that Republicans are leading in Iowa... Have we, have we talked about critical race theory yet? Republicans believe that parents matter. It was true before the pandemic, and it has never been more important to say out loud. It has like nine people. They have a right to know. It's true. Nine people and a lot of corn. Are being taught. Families also have every right to live in a safe and a secure community. 
and that begins with a safe and secure country. But the Biden administration has refused to secure our border. They refused to provide the resources to stop human trafficking, to stop the staggering influx of deadly drugs coming into our neighborhoods. They've refused to protect you. With Texas and Arizona leading the way, I, along with Republican governors from several states, have sent resources to the border. And we've actually as they're banning the books, as they're as they're attacking transgender rights, have yet to do since taking office. On the economy, the contrast. Plenty of cakes have crossed. While Democrats and plenty of plenty of cakes have crossed. Sending inflation soaring. What are you talking about? Cakes don't have crossed. That's absurd. That's one of the whole reasons you do like a, a bunt cake, so you have a, like a bunty crust. On Main Street is better than money spent on bureaucracy. Today, I you got a pineapple and da- upside down cake, and it has a, ca- a crust on it. Retirement income and sets our tax rate at three point nine percent. That's less than half of what it was just four years ago. 3.9%? That's absurd. 20 states with the lowest unemployment rates, 17 have Republican governors. Republicans may not have the White House, but we're doing what we can to fill the leadership vacuum. And on the issues that are affecting Americans, Republicans are leading. We're standing <laughs> up for kids. We're standing up for life. We're keeping our communities safe and thanking those in uniform. We're fighting to restore America's energy independence. And that this is the governor of Iowa, Kim Reynolds, We're getting elected to give the Republican rebuttal. We're going to get a left-wing rebuttal. We're respecting your freedom. Here in about 15 minutes, we're going to get Representative Rashida Tlaib. We display our state motto. Our liberties we prize and our Republican Party that serves only the rich. And those are. Oh shit, she's already already on over here. It's a belief that the greatness of this state and this. I like like that she says, fuck the Republicans. We'll, we'll, We'll come to her here in a second. You shouldn't have to wake up every morning and worry about the next thing the government is going to do to you, your business, or your children. If we as elected leaders are doing our job, then the government is working well, but operating in the background. It's supporting the ingenuity and spirit of our people, not drowning them out. It's keeping them safe, not restricting their freedom. That's what I believe, that's what Republicans believe, and that's what Republicans are doing. I am so blessed to be the governor of Iowa, where people are humble, hardworking and patriotic we take care of do i ever wake up worrying about the government we are as they say nice but you don't have to be from iowa to see that those are the values of america at its best all of america over the last few years i've put my faith in iowans and they haven't let me down i encourage this president to do the same I usually wake up singing a, a really poppy song I've heard who have the last co- and, and like here lately it's been like the fucking opening to peacemaker who leads it the the do you do you really want to do you really want to taste it that the soul of America 
isn't that about is what's going on in my head when I wake up. Men and women like you in every corner of this nation. She is. A, this is the governor of Iowa. That's who we're wa- watching speak. For your communities, for your neighbors, and ultimately for yourselves. By that most important measure at least, the state of our union is indeed strong. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds with the Republican response to President Biden's State of the Union address. So, go to my colleague Rhonda Colvin now on Capitol Hill. What, what, what she said basically was like, where there's Republicans, the union is strong. But the Democrat cities, those are bad, okay? was one moment tonight where you think he might have struck that balance of making sure that fatigued Americans who are watching this tonight uh, I- go over here to Congresswoman to her State of the Union response Apparently have Congress you- is guided by my I have been taking care of people all my life my service in Congress is. But dying. apparently, we joined in progress. That's why I'm committed to standing up for our communities that just want the opportunity to thrive. In the richest country in the world, it shouldn't be this hard for so many to have a good life. Tonight, I am proud to deliver a response on behalf of the Working Families Party. The Working Families Party is a voice for the multiracial working class, fighting for a nation that cares for all of us. I'm a lifelong Democrat. I'm also part of the Working Families Party because I believe that our government must put the needs of working families first. In difficult times, we must never lose sight of each other's humanity. This is the Congresswoman that makes me swoon. Pandemic that has taken nearly a million Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib and nearly six million across the world. It also threw tens of millions of Americans, our neighbors out of work, and it exposed our inhumane, profit-driven healthcare system as our essential workers were pushed to the breaking point and hospitals ran out of beds. When President Biden took office just over a year ago, he took action. He started getting shots in arms. He acted quickly to deliver emergency relief. Congress approved direct relief checks. We helped our working parents. We stopped evictions. from we Michigan. resources to our schools in our local and state a government. representative from Michigan. Not we like, showed not the like they only have one. administration and Congress that can act together at the scale of the challenges we all face. We showed how our government can be in the service of the working class majority, not just the wealthy few. And like we're like watching a camera recording President a screen. Biden this is really weird. Could have been an economic free fall. I'm on PBS. Republican. Not Apparently, they didn't have a better way of getting us a feed from we created six million the Congresswoman. And I am inspired to see empowered workers demanding fair wages. Thanks, PBS. Learn to use OBS. What the fuck? After the emergency response, we had a chance to do so much more. So when President Biden laid out the visionary Build Back Better agenda to create an America where we all have an opportunity to thrive, people got excited. We had a chance to begin to address decades of rising inequality and injustice. President Biden's Build Back Better brought people together. 
we saw for the first time people who want to see childcare in the same room with those combating climate change. Folks working on housing justice in the same room as those working on health care. I got a love-hate relationship with PBS. Build Back Better increases access to health care and lowers prescription drug costs. It funds home and community-based care for our elders and people with disabilities. Each of these investments would be life-changing. It also fights climate change with major investments in clean renewable energy, green jobs, and clean water that would transform our communities. It would uplift our nation by preserving and building affordable housing and investing in our children and families with affordable childcare, universal pre-K, paid leave, and free community college. And these are popular investments that would be paid for by making the wealthy and giant corporations pay their fair share. No one, no one fought harder for President Biden's agenda than progressives. We rallied together with our supporters, held town halls in our communities, engaged new people, and we even played hardball. They they are the ones that fought for it. But two forces stood in the way. A Republican Party that serves only the rich and the powerful and just enough corporate-backed Democratic obstructionists to help them succeed. Some important parts of the president's agenda became law with the infrastructure bill, but we campaigned on doing even more. Roads and bridges are critical, but so are childcare and prescription drugs, and we shouldn't have to choose. People like India Beckham, a mother of seven children in my district, who is the sole provider for her family. The expanded child tax credit helped her catch up on bills and meet her family's basic needs. But now, but now that lifeline is gone. And we can't give up on her and millions of people like her. That, and that seems like such an easy policy. It seems like such an easy win. Her work is unfinished. But we are ready to jumpstart our work again. She is. She's like, she's like our age. She's our contemporary. We a livable planet for our grandchildren. But we act, must act now. The super rich got richer during the pandemic, while Miss Beckham and others face higher costs and new barriers that will forever alter their children's future. Oh, she's 45. She's imagine, just imagine a government. Slightly older than donors me. Don't drive health care, climate, education, and poverty policies. Where the working families of our nation really call the shots. It's time. It's time we had a majority in Congress to fight for us, a working families majority. No matter who you are, where you're from, most of us want the same things. A good paying job, a safe community, clean air and water, good schools, and a brighter future for our families. But it's it's sad that, you know, the Washington Post didn't play this rebuttal to the State of the Union. President Biden to deliver for you and your family. We guarantee health care as a basic right, because after two years of this pandemic. My friends, your friends, all of us, we need to run for office. Everyone who's ever thought about running for office, run for fucking office, for God's sakes. We have to take this shit back from them. Make drug prices for life-saving medicine like insulin actually affordable. And we'd make abortion care a fundamental right so that no Supreme Court could ever take it away. Goddamn right. We pass the In Child Poverty Act that Representative Mondaire Jones and I introduced so that parents like India Beckham and millions more could provide for the basics that every child needs to thrive. 
We'd fight. We'd fight together for respect for all of our workers. That means a minimum wage of at least $15 an hour that rises with inflation. The freedom to join a union without harassment or intimidation in paid and family. Uh, honestly, 15 is not enough at this at this point in time. From the baristas at home. 15 is what was needed. Union, Great Lakes Coffee. Seven, eight, nine years ago. To the Amazon workers in Alabama. Workers are speaking up for a voice and dignity on the job. I saw what a union meant for my family growing up as my father was a member of the United Auto Workers. This smile, this oh, smile. Yeah, sounds good, 22. They ensured that our family had access to dental care. So this is our time. This is our time to take on corporate polluters who get rich poisoning us, and we fight for environmental justice. With the Green New Deal, we rebuild our country by creating millions of union jobs in the clean energy industry of the future. Imagine turning the Rust Belt into a Green Belt that is a center of American jobs and innovation for the next century. And we'd ensure clean air and water because I know we can't build back better if our children can't live healthy lives. A working family's majority would take on skyrocketing housing costs, which have left half a million Americans homeless on any given night and millions more struggling to pay the rent. That means building millions of accessible, new, affordable homes and providing long overdue rental, down payment and home repair assistance. I just, I just don't understand how we just don't have like our people who nice apartments that people can rent, owned by local municipalities or run by local municipalities. Where immigrants are welcomed, not vilified. That you could just rent. Over the past few days, it's just, we have it's all like fucking, you know, as Russia launched an illegal, a month. unjustifiable invasion of Ukraine. We stand with the people of Ukraine. The United States and our allies must work together towards an immediate ceasefire and a diplomatic resolution to help save lives. We must pursue targeted sanctions that put pressure on Russia's billionaires, not the everyday Russians who have no choice in this conflict and are courageously protesting the war as we speak. We need a humanitarian response to this crisis. and We must welcome Ukrainian refugees from all walks of life to the United States. And I know we can't seek peace by continuing to spend three quarters of a trillion dollars every year on weapons of war, making defense contractors and in companies wealthier. We must, we must put human rights and dignity first and prioritize cooperation and diplomacy to address the challenges. Flash, you're right. That was a much better line. The Rust Belt into the Green Belt was better than Biden's line. Nothing is more important than keeping the people we love free from harm. We all deserve to be safe in our neighborhoods. The path to community safety is investing in what people need to thrive, like access to jobs, quality education, and real opportunities. We can't police away homelessness, poverty, or mental health crisis in our country. Care. This is what we mean by defund the police. How we ensure lasting safety for all. And we should end the war on drugs, fund legal defense, and enact criminal justice reforms like ending qualified immunity that would transform our discriminatory legal system. And we should add a justice for working people to the Supreme Court by confirming Kentanji Brown-Jackson without delay. Over the last two Absolutely. years, the richest people in America doubled their wealth. As profits skyrocketed, corporations have the nerve to blame inflation while increasing prices on essential goods and services. 
This is more than simply corporate greed. It's extortion. We they won't the mention it, Dip. They're not going to mention their fair share. And we need to fight back this against speech. unchecked corporate power. It's like Washington Post isn't covering it right now. It already happened. Those policies we're, are we're watching it on delay. More popular. But we have a system that makes it too easy for elected officials to answer to donors instead of their constituents. Disproportionate representation in the Senate distorts I doubt the democratic it. will of the people. She makes too much sense. The filibuster, a tool perfected to, perfected to defend Jim Crow, continues to be used to block progress. We must abolish it in the Senate. Like the Maybe House did if they did the use a, if they did use a clip of it, it's going to be a very short Republicans clip. Republicans are trying to destroy our, destroy our political power of working class families, and they're willing to tear down our democracy to do it. They say the violent insurrection on January 6th is quote legitimate political expression. And this is this is like the Bernie blackout. Like you had to go and and look for Representative to live. Danger to our democracy is having enough voting booths. In black neighborhoods, I just happen to be tangentially aware of it. If we really want to look to look for it, to the will of the people. Yeah, this is this is more like the Bernie blackout. We're not going to show you Bernie because you might listen to him. President Biden can use his executive power now to take action to deliver for the people. He can cancel federal student loan debt which would be a lifeline for millions of Americans and a transformative economic stimulus. And he can ban federal fossil fuel leasing, drilling, direct federal agencies to reject permits for new fossil fuel projects, and regulate carbon emissions. He can fix our labor rules right now to allow more workers to access overtime pay. And he can change how we calculate the poverty line so that more Americans become eligible for life-saving federal benefits. And he can take action to break up pharmaceutical monopolies that make life-saving medicines affordable. The midterm elections are coming up fast. And this year, we can elect working families majority we all need. Driving white claws. I love that you had a case of driving white claws. And target the rest of us. They attack and undermine voting rights, women's rights, workers' rights. Yeah, that's a great example. They, were, they, were, they would rather look at Trump's empty podium on climate change. They talk about Bernie Sanders so if you in voted 2016. Or on doors or donated in 2020 to defeat Trump, I implore you, pay attention, because this year is just as important, and we need everybody to help. Blocking the far right is just not enough. We also need to elect the next generation of working families champions. It starts with staying engaged in voting in every election and every primary for candidates who will put working people first. I, she is I she is on the front lines of the defund the police movement. But movement. notice that she didn't use Thank that phrase. Though she did describe the policy. And that is just so Fox can't can't that we aren't a country bash that on her. We are but I mean perhaps she should have. We must connect just to get more exposure for our children. The hopes we have for our communities and so much more. When we connect with one another, building our solidarity, we can outwork the hate and show that the very people, show them that who, who basically want to ensure that oh, we Oh, she makes me swoon. We can show them that we aren't going anywhere. So I want you to think of the people you love, 
the place you call home. For me, it's my two boys, my family, the communities I represent. Who is it for you? That's who you're fighting for. And I want for them what we want for all Americans, the opportunity to thrive and flourish, a country where no one person's dream is too big to become a reality. I know it's possible when we all come together. So if you're ready to be part of our movement, join us. Join us by texting WINWIN to 30403. Working families are the majority. Together, we will win a nation that can truly stand up for, our, for all of us. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. Have a wonderful night. You know, I forget sometimes about like how like some people aren't as exposed to politics as I am. We have some fantastic people in Congress. Or in, con- in Congress. Paul Bowman, uh, Corey Bush, uh, Rashida Tlaib, Katie Porter, uh, AOC, of course. Ilan Omar is amazing. Like, that woman is incredibly talented. I'm, I'm leaving out some. There there are some really good Congress people. And they, honestly, they do not get enough credit. The fucking media pays attention to the crazy. And, like, it, like as I said, the, the, the Talib speech, this is going to suffer the same fate as the Bernie blackout. Like, this, they don't want you to know who these people are. They don't want you to know about a working families party that you should totally go follow on social media, on on Twitter or on on Facebook. Ted Lou, Ted Lou is very good. There are Congress people I really fucking like, and they all they all tend to be younger, and they tend to be ones that don't take corporate money. It's just it's not happening fast enough. We need we need some crusty motherfuckers to get out of the way. Joe Biden, if Joe Biden was going to be president, my God, why why couldn't he have ran in twenty sixteen? He had everything everything going for him, and the Joe Biden of twenty sixteen was a much different Joe Biden. Like I mean, like. The right wing has an honest critique of him that we can all see. Like he has lost a step. I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying that he's like all completely senile and doesn't know what's going on up there. He gave. He gave a perfectly serviceable speech tonight. Like that. Like the man is, is cognizant of his surroundings, but he is not the Joe Biden of six or seven years ago. Like seeing speeches of him. When he was like the end of the, the the vice presidency, it is night and fucking day. The dude was sharp, like he was he was actually really good. Other than you know the the Joe Biden gaff thing, like he'd always stick his foot in his mouth. But he was a good talker. He was charismatic. He was he was able to get a a, a pointer. He is past his freshness date. If he was, if we had to live with Joe Biden as president, my God, why couldn't it have been 2016? Because, like, all indication is he probably would have won against Hillary, knowing what we know now, and especially if Bernie was in there and the Bernie movement had gone on, 
he probably he probably would have done the same exact shit. It would have fucking pulled it out on Hillary on Super Tuesday. Yeah, I don't think he's completely gone at all. And like, oh shucks, I like Joe Biden, all right. Like, I'm not like fuck fuck Joe Biden. Like, well, fuck Joe Biden for being ineffective. Fuck Joe Biden for you know certain policy stances. Um, thank him for a couple things he's done. Much better than Trump. And it's just so wild to see people comment on the way the state of the union at the moment because like to the extent presidents have an effect it takes a couple of years. It takes a couple of years. You're living in Trump's economy. The Democrats haven't been able to pass anything. What what fucking legislation could do? The only accomplishment he could fucking brag about in his speech tonight was the COVID relief bill at the very beginning. Limbo music. He's been good on judge picks. He has. The fucking, the, the comptroller uh, nominee for Federal Reserve that the fucking, the, the Republicans are having a shit fit about. Cat turds are better. Uh, dogs fucking swear by them. You got a dog. They like some cat turds. They like a fucking... It's a delicacy in dog world. The fuck is wrong with dogs? What are they thinking? Maybe, maybe we need to try them. Maybe cat turds are a delicacy. Oh shit, oh shit. Maybe it was shared out it was shared out from private account. Ooh. Okay, yeah, yeah. You guys watch this. Right, that's one of the like if you are if you're watching this and you've ever sent me like a, a, a Facebook friends request on the Facebook that I use for it was supposed to be the Facebook that I use for trolling on here when this was a show about trolling. If you've ever sent me a friend request on that and I didn't accept it, it's just because, like, if I'm ever on there trolling, which was the purpose of the show, which is why it was called the Troll Patrol, I didn't want anybody to see, like, my actual friends. I didn't want to, like, I'm scrolling through and people see what my friends said that gives away information about them so fucking... Right-wing agitators don't have somebody they can go after. Is there? There is a Justin Mullins account that broadcasts the that broadcasts the actual Troll Patrol, and then I share it out to the Justin Freaking account. I got I've got to pay to broadcast to my Justin Freaking page, and I thought it was worth it, and I thought I was done getting banned on Facebook, and I was I was paying to broadcast straight from the Justin Freaking page. Did I get some traction on Facebook? And and I got banned, and I was like, "Well, fuck this! I'm not paying for it anymore." And I went back to broadcasting from the Justin Mullins page. Just because by the time I created that account, like you had, you had to prove who you were to Facebook. It was 
long after the 2016 election and shit. Oh, I long way to fucking talk about like Tiny Turtle Tuesday. Tiny Turtle Tuesday. There's no sound on this video. I should. I should go put like a baby's laughter under it. I probably get a lot of retweets and shit. If I could think of viral shit to do, like you know, I could do. I've got all the skills, but I just I I can't think of actual ideas of like what would be really funny to put on the turtle. He's cute. He's adorable. I can't tell if he likes it or not. He looks kind of scared. He looks fucking. Uh, looks like he might find the brush objectionable, or he could. He could be fucking loving it. But turtly enough for the turtle club. He looks. He does look pissed, doesn't he? I don't know. I can't. I don't. I don't speak turtle. I don't. I can't interpret turtle behavior. He's either loving it or he's pissed. It was one or the other. If you're watching on Twitch, you're heading over to Echoplex. I don't even know what the fuck it is tonight. Politics down, down ballot, conspiracy bingo. I don't know what. The, I don't know what the fuck is on. On this fine Tuesday evening. Let's go find out. Let's go ask producer Dave what's going on on Echoplex Media. Oh, it's down ballot. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's alright to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin'. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Turtle. The Turtle Patrol. Night, we're the Tiny Turtle Patrol. The Tiny Turtle Patrol Live.